3: I think
4: it's sick. Enter the Hideout. El Jefe
3: and J-Dubs. And
5: be heard. What, what, what's new? Uh,
6: what are you doing, El
5: Oh, uh, What's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout Radio 104.1. I'm l Jefe. That is J-Dubs. And this is the Hideout. In the hideout. Back in the Clear Channel compound means phones are up and popping. We didn't get a chance to talk to you on the phones yesterday, so pick up the uh, pick up and dial.
6: 1041 and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone.
5: That is Chunk's executive producer of the Hideout. Man's the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout again on AOL, the Instant Messenger. You can chat it up if you prefer to type as opposed to talk. That is Tommy Bateman, our, our uh, director, and the new stunt guy for The Hideout. He mans did a the, great
6: job yesterday with those.
5: mans the talk and roll controls and responsible for the content on realradio.fm, the website, which I encourage you to go see. The, what is it, fourth most visited website for Clear Channel in the nation? Yeah. That's beautiful. Realradio.fm.
6: Terrific website with terrific pictures of
5: us on it. Uh, except uh, you can't see our corneas. And that is uh, Putin, the unpaid producer. He's the one who screens your phone calls. Again, at the aforementioned phone numbers. One more time, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. That's Deuce the He is here um, to watch. Uh, here's what we have tonight, uh, J-Dubs. First of all, I want to talk about the live broadcast last night. At Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll get to it at some point this evening, just recapping what happened. Again, a very special thank you to Buffalo Wild Wings, to Crime Line, to the Wholesale Furniture Market, to all the heretics who came out. And the Hideout Hold Truth was a hit.
6: Yeah, the uh, where people told uh, secrets about themselves to win uh, our package we got from the Wholesale Furniture Market, the uh, overstuffed Recliner, and the Flat Screen TV.
3: Uh,
5: such a hit. At some point, we're going to have to pull that segment for the mixtapes because maybe we should go through the laundry list of what was actually admitted to Mm -hmm. to win a recliner and the flat screen DVD combo, and I think that that's something we're going to have to bring back at some point. It's going to be tough to top, but there were some very good uh, big secrets that were told at the live broadcast last night that were then verified uh, by the lie detector from Crime Line.
6: Yeah, and these secrets were stuff that uh could affect them uh, yet again in their personal lives. So a lot of people threw it all out there for a chance to win an overstuffed uh, recliner and a flat screen TV.
5: Absolutely. J-Dub's also too tonight. I want to talk about uh the big story going on here in our uh glorious state of Florida. And that's lesbian sex in a bathroom stall. And it's not even spring break. I know. That's the odd thing about it. It's a couple of cheerleaders. I want to say, who is it for? Was it for the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Carolina Panthers? Carolina Panthers. For the Carolina Panthers that happened in Tampa, Mm -hmm. I have audio of the woman who was punched by one of the cheerleaders. And I want to play you that. And I also want to tell you, too, why I think the woman who got punched is in the wrong. It has to be so demoralizing to get your ass kicked by a uh, cheerleader. Well, not only did she get punched, but I'm sure she's now stuck with the smell. Uh, yeah. If you think about it. It's like she's been slapped in the face of a bass. So we'll hit more of that tonight on the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. This is something I'd like for everyone to ponder. Uh, Dubs and I threw it around over the weekend, and we were only able to come up with two names. And I think. Uh, those of you listening, uh, you can help. Here's the question. We won't get to it now, but I want you to think about it. We'll get to it uh, probably uh, uh, sometime either this hour or next hour. Name a sitcom actor or, her, or actress who has ever made the legitimate jump to movie star. fide movie star. Okay? I'm talking box office gold. Have you, is there one out there I, I, Dubs and I came up with uh, with two names, and we racked our brains for an hour. So yeah. I want to know if we're missing anything. We'll get to that tonight in the hideout, um, and you can uh, definitely participate at four zero seven nine one six one zero four one and triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Add the list of the most stolen cars. Bums me out. Mine's on there, and uh, an interesting email that I got uh, that we all got from the hideout junior producers uh, that wanted us to cover media bias. And specifically, something that was on CNN and headline news about the Republican Party and them feeling that there is a media bias about this. <laughs> all right? Of course they do. So we'll get to that as well. All right? But, Dubs, let's start off with the biggest news of the day. Of the weekend, really. And that is Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens of the uh, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles. And him no longer being able to play, and actually getting booted. From.
6: Essentially fired from uh, the Philadelphia Eagles for uh, what they termed uh, comments detrimental to the organization.
5: Yeah, uh, so. conduct, I think. It was, a con- it was conduct and comments detrimental yeah. to the team. All right. I have a a ton of thoughts, and here's the thing about this, too. And It's not just sports. Okay, this this Terrell Owens thing is bigger than sports.
6: Yeah, it's a whole situation of uh, just professionalism and a lot of stuff going on there
5: that goes past the game of football. Because here's what it is. All of us in our work environments and everything that we've ever done, we've all had issues with someone who is a badass at their job, and they know it. Mm -hmm. And because they're so good... And because they know it, they want special treatment. We've all been there. I don't care if it's in football, if it's in radio, if you're uh, selling mortgage, uh, you know, mortgages. It all is the same.
6: Also, uh, everybody's been in the position of they wanted to uh, say something about someone they work with or uh, someone uh, that they work for. And I think that is all covered with this whole Terrell Owens situation.
5: All right, Dubs, let's start off with uh, I think everybody... For the most part, knows. I have the audio too. We can we can we can play what he said about Brett Favre. We can uh, and uh, his own quarterback and someone on his team. We can start off maybe with um, his actual statement today. Do you want yes. To, all right. Let's go with the statement today. This is Terrell Owens in a press conference
6: outside of his house. He's standing right out in his front yard uh, doing a press conference this afternoon.
7: All right. Here we go. As you know. I have been suspended and told that I cannot play football for the rest of the season. I am a foot play, football player and this is what I do. It really hurts me not to be a part of the team anymore. I came here to help the Eagles get to the Super Bowl and win the big game. When I got hurt last year and everyone said my season was over, I fought hard to prove the world was wrong and do everything possible, including enrich my career and to help the Eagles win the Super Bowl. And I think the mentality that I have, my greatest strength, can sometimes be my greatest weakness.
5: Uh, even where they're right there, that's, that's a, just something that I thought about whenever you're going on an interview. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your biggest weakness? Well, uh, I'm a perfectionist. I work too hard. I will, uh, you know, I sometimes
6: overexert myself.
5: I care too much about what I do. And those
6: never work anyway.
5: Here's my biggest weakness. Uh, I don't care. Literally, if you knew how much how little I cared, then uh I don't know if you'd hire me.
6: Here's my weakness. I have a uh, kind of a obsession with running a batch in my office. That's my biggest weakness, so that's what holds me back the most. I'm addicted to porn.
5: My weakness is whenever I see a uh, female co-worker with a skirt on, I try to see how far up my hand can go. Yeah, yeah, I say. I've gotten to my wrist. And I'm looking to top myself with your company.
7: I'm a fighter. I've always been, and i always be. I fight for what I think is right. In doing so, I alienated a lot of my fans and my teammates. To those fans that supported me, through these tough times, I thank you for your support. To every single Philadelphia Eagles fan out there that cheered for me, I want you to know that I am sorry this has happened. To you, I apologize. To my teammates, a lot of you have been a friend to me, and I appreciate that. I can't tell you how much I want
5: The others of you, I whooped your ass in a fight over the weekend.
6: Don't yeah, uh, don't bring it. You know, you know, you can't take me. I'm in better condition than you, and I'm a better person.
5: How much you've ever just wanted to beat up somebody you work with? And he did it, uh, allegedly. Have, you, has, have the, has there ever been anybody that you've worked with where you see him walking down the hall? Many people. And you just want to give him the forearm shiver.
6: Uh, there's one person in particular, and uh, it ended up uh, Tommy got to beat his ass. Uh, during a, a boxing match. We got to set him up in a boxing match with a guy, and uh, Tommy got to beat his ass. So.
5: I forgot about that. The St. Pat's bat with Ron and Fez in D.C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can admit now that was a
7: setup. <laughs> I wanted to fight along along your side to take this team to victory. It was very painful for me not to be there with you against the Redskins last weekend. And it was more painful. All
5: right, that's another thing, too. How is Redskins allowed to be still be the name of a team? That is so offensive. I know we couldn't really say that when we were in Washington, D.C., and especially when we were on the flagship station for the Washington Redskins, and when I was the, um, when I did the post game show with mm-hmm. Charles Mann for the Washington Redskins. It's such a racist and offensive term.
6: And another, hey, another thing about this, uh, this whole Terrell Owens speech he's giving right now, he's stumbling through it like it's me doing a Thurston's commercial. Have you noticed that? He <laughs> cannot make it through it. <laughs> you might as well have the Chemical Brothers in the background.
5: Yeah, that's why I usually just get up
7: and leave. <laughs> for me now, that I won't be there with you Monday night. Also, I would like to re- reiterate my respect for Donovan McNabb <laughs> as a quarterback as a, and as a teammate. I apologize to him for any comments that, have, that may have been negative. To All my head coach, and Andrew- All right, I almost want to do a
8: test.
5: Is there any way we could transcribe the statement and have Dubs read it back and see who does more verbal flubs? J-Dubs or Terrell?
6: I, I actually think I
5: can beat uh, Terrell
6: in this one.
7: Andy Reid, I owe you an apology. You and I were in a tough spot this year. I know you were just trying to coach this team, and we did not see eye-to-eye eye sometimes. But on the practice field and on game day, you knew you could count on me to give my very best. We had a lot of wins together, and I thank you for that. I respect you as a coach and as a person. To Joe Banner and Mr. Lurie, I understand that all along you were trying to do what you believe in the best interest for the team, the Philadelphia Eagles. I apologize to the both of you. As I said before, this is very painful for me to be in this position. Sounds it. I know in my heart that I can help this team win the Super Bowl, And not only being a dominant player, but also being a team player. I can bring that. In closing, (laughs) I want everyone to know that football is my passion. Finally. I've always given it my all, and I will continue to do so.
6: Now, did that sound actually sincere? No, because he was reading. Do you think it was sincere, then? No. No. Yeah, because I think uh if he was actually sincere about it, he would, wouldn't would have to write it all down, you know? Maybe just write a couple little notes down and say, okay, these are the people I have to apologize to, and uh, I know what I need to
5: apologize for, so I'll just go out there and do that. Because I say this, too. He's one of those guys, He's he speaks his mind. He's very outspoken. Mm-hmm. It's like as if, all right, you and I, let's say we do something. I'm sure at some point we're going to have to give an apology to somebody. Well, I've
6: had to before. <laughs> That's right, you did. I had to uh, give an apology to a uh, crisis hotline. That you prank called. <laughs> yeah. And, and got uh, us fired for. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I remember hearing that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. It wasn't um, right. It wasn't funny. And I just apologize. All right, here is uh, the latest from Power Man 5000 on the Edge.
8: I remember it. It was so great.
5: I wish we had that somewhere. I mean, no, but, you know, he doesn't mean it. He doesn't no. care. Just like he we just, wouldn't he care. He just doesn't want to lose that, uh,
6: that money he still has coming to him for the season because him getting suspended and all this stuff
5: happening, he's losing out on a lot of money. Alright, Anonymous writes this. Um, I would believe T.O. more if he act. Surely wrote it instead of his agent. Complete with the spaces. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently there's a new mode on the instant messenger that's T.O. It <laughs> actually types T.O. Like T.O. would say. Matt Albert says it sounds like the learning PA- learning disability PSAs that are played on realradio.fm for the new <laughs> feed. <laughs> um... Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Mom, I think I have Owens disease. I cannot read uh, on your singular wireless phone. All right. So that's basically that's kind of the story a little bit. I am here to defend Terrell Owens. I believe he was wronged, and I think this is this goes to a bigger issue, not about sports, but about society. And about people in general.
6: Here's what I think. I think he was wrong at the beginning of the season because he only went through one year of his contract. And then he went uh in and wanted it re upped and there's like six years left on the contract. And he wanted you never
5: signed a contract that you didn't want reworked? Well, yeah, but
6: uh, I would never go in there one Even year. Even within one year? within well, I didn't know I've never signed a six year. And uh I think that uh <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all on his side. I'm all in. Everything I just, with To is you, Yeah. All right. Well, you gave it a very personal spin, and
5: I'm I'm down with it. All right. Let's take a break. I'm gonna tell you why this is bigger than Terrell Owens. All right. I'm gonna tell you why this affects you, and I'm gonna tie this up in a nice, neat little bow. I tell you what. Let's come back. When we take a break, let's come back. Um. It was something very interesting about uh, his agent, too.
6: Yeah, Drew Rosenhaus. Uh, his agent was, uh, he spoke after T.O. spoke and actually answered the questions for the reporters instead of T.O. answering the questions. And he got fired up a couple times in there.
8: And
5: even maybe professed his uh his man love for him. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. That so much more in the hideout. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on his singular wireless phones. It's the hideout. Row Radio
9: one zero four point one. And let me. And let me. I would like to also family. add. There have been erroneous reports about my relationship with Terrell. People questioning my loyalty to him. That is absurd. I love this man. I am behind him 110%. Ew. I will do everything that I can possibly do to back him and support him to see what's right, which is for him to play football for the fans, for the people in the city, for his teammates, for the coaches. They deserve that. They deserve to have this man on the team. I am behind him, and I will always be behind oh.
0: him. What have you done for him other than getting him kicked off the, the team? To Next question.
5: <laughs> Welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Drew Rosenhaus, is that who it is? Drew Rosenhaus, yes. Terrell Owens' agent. Terrell Owens, the big news. It's all it's all over everywhere. Uh, he's the reason it's a big news. Oh, by the way, it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. If you want to join in the conversation, 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight 888-978-1041. He is by far the best.
6: Uh, I thought you were just gonna stay, say bye. And just stay at that, because after I heard that uh, comment from him and his man love for Terrell, I would uh, I would agree with you that he may be by. He
5: is he is the best wide receiver in the game right now. Yes.
7: Uh,
5: Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens is uh, without a doubt. And so this is like LeBron James or A Rod or somebody essentially getting suspended for the rest of the year. I mean, this is what it you know to the sport. That's what it means. And here's here's why I think it's, here's why I want to defend Terrell Owens, and this is why I think it's bigger than what Terrell Owens is. And I'm going to pose this to you. Do people really want to hear the truth? When it comes right down to it, do people want honesty, or do they want to be appeased?
6: And why you ask that is because earlier he made comments about his quarterback, about uh, other quarterbacks in the league, and he was very... Candid, very honest about uh, what he was. He wasn't. He wasn't taking a political approach to it at all, and uh, just kind of uh,
5: dodging any questions. He answered it honestly, and that's what he got in trouble for. In fact, this is this was actually an interview with ESPN. Owen said he believes the team, the Eagles, would be undefeated if Brett Favre of the Packers was their quarterback instead of Donovan
7: McNabb, the Philly quarterback. That's a good assessment. I would agree with that. I just feel like uh just just by what he brings to the table. I mean he is the guy obviously um a number of commentators who will say he's in war, he's a warrior, he's played with injuries. Um I just feel like uh, you know, him being knowledgeable about about the, the quarterback position, you know, I I just feel like we'll probably be in a better situation.
6: So and do you find that it to be a complete slam at Donovan McNabb or is that just a uh Kind of a, hey, I like Brett Favre kind of thing.
5: Look, it's such an odd situation because when you have people who are on your team, mm-hmm. the company line is to not say anything bad about them. No matter what happens, you don't say anything bad about them. You don't go anything, you just don't do it. Well, I think
6: if it was anybody other than Donovan's, him saying that maybe he would rather have a different, uh, you know, other wide receiver with him. You know, I don't think that would have been as big of a deal. But since he was saying about Donovan, that's where the the problem came in. Like, uh, I know uh, Ray Lewis of the uh, Baltimore Ravens, he'll go out and say, I would really like this person on our team. And that's not really a slam at the person you have on your team at the time. It's just, hey, this is a really good player. I would like to have him on
5: our team. I I just don't think that people want to – I don't think people want honesty. I think they want – the politically correct term of, hey, because he was posed the question by mm-hmm. the analyst. I think they want the, hey, Donovan's on my team right now. That's who I need to go with, blah, blah, blah. It's not about Brett Favre. It's about who we have now. It's about the guys on our team.
6: And don't you love how reporters will bait these people into it? And uh, once they answer it uh, honestly, they'll go, oh, everybody get mad at him, Get mad at them.
5: It's all about, it really is, like, why would, any, why would any of these sports guys or movie stars or actors or even politicians genuinely want to talk to the press? Secondly, when they do talk to the press, everyone pulls their hair out because they're not saying what's actually on their mind. Here, someone finally said what they truly believed and truly thought, And they lost their job over it.
6: They crucified him. The media took what he said, what they asked him, and uh, baited him into and uh, used it against him.
5: To me, this is so much more about, I'm not going to say America, but about human beings not wanting honesty. People just don't want to hear the real truth. Because when they do, I don't know if uh, if it's like the old thing where you can't handle the truth. If it's that or what it is. But I don't think they can dig it. 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 One in your singular wireless phones. Now, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Regardless, uh, whether it's in radio, whether it's in sports, whether it's uh, at your job, whoever the salesperson is and doing whatever they're doing, if you have someone who is a star, should you treat them like a star, or do you treat them like everybody else? I think you treat them like a
6: star. I think you... uh. You do that, you get them, you, you just treat them as like the, the quality of person they are. And if you aren't as quality of a worker, you don't get treated the same. That's why you work to be a better person and a better worker. So you get that extra special treatment.
8: Do you disagree with that, Jones? Uh, a little bit. I, I think for morale, you know, it helps maybe if you don't put someone on such a high pedestal you, you know that. Oh, you know, I have a chance, and, and this person's not so much better than me. And but you, what if he is? Well, that's the honest thing. Well, what if what if you have like the same qualities though? Let's say you're just as good as this person, but for some reason they're perceived as a star, and you still have to kiss this person's ass. I don't, I don't think that's right. You know, I don't think this is the situation we're talking about right now. Uh,
6: right now, Terrell Owens is the best wide receiver in the business, and he should be treated like it
5: and paid like it. So stars should be treated like stars, stars should be uh paid like stars. Then. Yes, I, and that's the whole point of it. I mean, if you and
6: why, why would you want
5: to be the best if you aren't going to be treated like the best? And, and isn't that, like you said, part of it, too, of the stars get this, so maybe it motivates everybody else yes. to then work hard enough to be a star. Isn't that really the American way? Isn't that what we're looking for? You are supposed to, uh, you know,
6: get as much as you're worth in this in this life in America. And uh, that's the American dream. you got to uh, push your way up as fast as you can.
5: All right, 407-916-1041. Bo in Orlando, you're in the High Down Road Radio. What up, Bo? Hey, what's
2: going on? What you got, buddy? I, I got a question. I mean, uh, everybody puts everybody... You know, uh, particular players, superstars, movie stars, rock stars, up on a uh, pedestal. Mm -hmm. And my question is, is that with uh, Terrell that, you know, stood up and spoke honestly, and then all of a sudden everybody sits there and says, well, you know, he's a bad guy because of what he thinks and what he believes. Well, what about Michael Jackson? What about, you know, uh, he, you know, he did, um, or... He was accused of doing something that mm-hmm. wasn't exactly legit, and everybody was ready to condemn him, and um, yeah, maybe he didn't do anything at all. It, you know, it, it, it kind of coincides, if you can see what I'm grabbing at. Yeah, I'm know.
5: having trouble grasping the correlation between speaking your mind and being accused of touching kids. I think he's all for it. Who, or Bo? Both. Hmm. All right, four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. I just find it fascinating that a guy can go out there and speak his mind and then essentially uh lose his gig for it. Especially and is it more so too just because he was talking about his, his co worker. I think that was the, the big problem. And the thing
6: is, the uh I don't think uh the Eagles wanna have more than one big star on their team. I think uh that when the two big stars, Donovan McNabb and uh, Terrell Owens, are on the same team, w- one of them is going to be the favorite child. All right, let's take a and break. And that's the issue. Who's, who's uh, Daddy's favorite?
5: It's take a break and come back. 407-916-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, to go along with this, you got cheerleaders who had sex in a bar, in a bathroom stall, and uh, i got audio from that. Well, kind of.
6: It's just not a male gay thing anymore.
5: The chicks are all over it. Yes, and also coming up too, Dubs. I'd like to see that glory hole. I want to do that sitcom thing. Um, Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, Joe?
1: Uh, it doesn't matter how good Terrell Owens is if none of the teammates play with him. Then how you know he can't play it with a team of one. I mean. It doesn't really matter. That really ha-
6: that really hasn't been the issue all year long. He's been he's been this person the whole year long, and uh, the team's been
5: able to play with him. They got yeah, to the Super Bowl last year.
1: But if it spirals into you know this guy, this guy, we, the team sucks because of him, him, and him, and him. I mean, at some point, you know, they got to stop that so the team will still play. I mean, you got to play the whole year, and you're going to play with this guy that keeps saying that.
6: The problem is, I think I don't think it's a problem with the uh, players. I think it's a problem with the organization not paying him as the number one
3: receiver and, in the league. And, and that's uh, another
1: thing, the better he is, isn't there perks in his contract? I mean, he signed a contract. He signed a contract. I mean, if he thought he was going to be that good, he should have told them and got a new contract before he signed.
5: Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it, buddy. Here's a, here's a question I'd like to throw out there. Let's say you're a sales manager. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're running the show, and you have your top billing, your top selling person. Is above and beyond, in the market, just destroys, uh, making tons of money, making you tons of money, making the company tons of money, all right? Bringing in a lot of dough. And then he calls out someone else who isn't pulling their weight. Would you realistically, as a sales manager, fire the top-selling seller? Or if he said he wanted more money, he wanted to be paid what
6: he's worth, would you fire him because he wants what he's worth.
5: Think about that. 407-916-1041. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. The monsters in
3: the morning. filling the awkward pauses in your stifled carpool
0: conversations. Real Radio
3: 104.1. Did you know antibiotics don't work for cold and flu? Fluids and rest do. Get smart and know when antibiotics work. Find out more. Call the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. 888 246 2675.
0: The perfect way to express your love and commitment is with a diamond. And the perfect time to buy a diamond is during the International Diamond Center's $10 million diamond extravaganza on Friday, November 4th and Saturday, November 5th. See the largest selection of diamonds ever in Central Florida. Diamonds of all shapes, sizes and qualities at just a fraction over the wholesale cost during International Diamond Center's $10 million diamond extravaganza. Friday, November 4th and Saturday, November 5th in Altamont Springs in Winter Park and in south orlando love is in the air at fair villa megastore the store for lovers new summer lingerie novelties and gifts have arrived sensual bath and body products club
8: apparel fantasy wear and the area's best erotic literature and dvds fair villa megastore orlando and cape canaveral visit fairvilla.com it's a hideout real radio
5: 104.1 talking about terrell owens bob and orlando you're in the hideout real fast buddy what's up
1: and I've been listening to you guys, and I'm wondering if next you're going to show that he needs counseling and that he's a victim in this situation.
5: I absolutely do believe he was a victim. I think he was baited. I think he spoke his mind, and because he said what uh, people didn't want him to say, he's now lost a job and doesn't even have the opportunity to make a living doing what he does and being the best at what he does because he spoke his mind. And I think because of that and because he's not allowed to earn a living and make a living being a professional football player, because of what he said about a teammate, he is absolutely, absolutely a victim, especially because the Eagles won't release him, they won't cut him, and they won't let him go make money for anyone else, be it the Bucks, be it the Cowboys, be it anybody else. And I would say the exact same thing if you were a salesperson or if you were in radio. More on this in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1.
9: Bottom line is, I don't believe the media's been fair to him. There are players, there are players in the NFL who are arrested, who violate the program when it comes to drugs or substance abuse, and they are not punished as seriously. As he has been, there are there are players who do not get criticized as heavily by the media who do very significant things. He hasn't broken any laws. He hasn't broken any rules. Why won't you let him talk to us right now? Terrell has made his statement. He has said what he believes. I am here responding to it. He has said everything that needs to be said. What more do you want to know? He, let me let me just say. And another reason is because I believe the media has not been fair for him either. I wouldn't want to talk to them if I were in his position to hear the way that people have ripped him. He is a competitor. He is a great competitor. He gave up, potentially, his career to compete in the Super Bowl. He did that as a member of the team. He did that for the Eagles, for the fans, and now he is getting ripped, called selfish. This is not about him being selfish. He's a genuine, honest person. He never attended. To offend anybody
5: at any time. Hi, welcome back into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. El Hefe and J-Dubs, Drew Rosenhaus, the agent for Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens out for the rest of the year. It's being filed, grievance. He said some things about the uh, team they didn't like in interviews. Mm-hmm. Kind of half-assed an apology the way we would all if we were forced to. And uh, I guess... Saturday,
6: he had a chance to go up and apologize to everybody. He had a full, uh, prepared speech out to apologize to everybody. He just didn't read all of it.
5: Again, I, you know what? Maybe this is me. Maybe because we are, quote, quote, unquote, outspoken people. But when you're forced to give an apology for something you truly don't believe. It's so empty. It doesn't what? mean anything. That's what people want. They want a fake apology. They, again, they don't want him to be honest. They just don't want him to be honest. If anything, don't talk to him. If you don't like what he says, don't talk to him. But still allow him to make a living playing football. Uh, Don, ladies first in the hideout. Don and O'Callaghan you're in the hideout. What's up, babe?
2: Hi. What you got? You uh, made the statement that if if he was a salesman, mm-hmm. that you know you wouldn't fire your your top salesman. Mm-hmm. Well, Terrell Owens wants to to work for commission, and he wants to be paid for everything he catches, and docked for everything he fumbles. And he wants to keep his job based on all of the catches he makes. And then he's got the people that are under him making catty remarks because the top salesman always has somebody gunning for him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the top salesman has to has to kind of rise to the top, and he can't beat up on the people that are being catty about him.
6: Actually, yeah, that's, that's the whole thing about staying on top.
5: You beat up on... Yeah, and it's all
2: well, that, that's completely
5: yeah. what you do.
6: I mean, but
2: that if he tr- if he truly went in and had a fist fight, no, you're not well, supposed to really have a fist. Fight.
6: Well, the thing about the fist fight was it wasn't even started by him. It was started by uh, Brenson Buckner, I believe. And,
2: well, I gotta tell you, we're, or, uh, all uh, no, uh, we're all responsible for our own actions, and, and you can walk away. Hugh
6: Douglas was the guy. If, yeah.
2: if, you know, if he is, if he is the top of, you know, if he's the cream of the crop. He doesn't have anything to. He doesn't have anything uh, to no, say to anybody.
5: I, I hear you, Don. Again, the bigger point to me is: do people not want to hear the truth? And apparently, that's what it is. They want an apology they don't that he doesn't believe in, and they didn't want him to say what he actually does believe. Jose, you're in the hideout on rural radio. What's up, Jose? Hey,
1: what's up, buddy? What you got to do? Um, uh, your conversation is cool as hell, man. I like it a lot. Let me just put this scenario to you, okay? Okay. For for example, say that uh, J dubs mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, uh, he's sitting there in your show, checking out You guys to doing good. Uh, then he realizes that maybe he's not being appreciated the way he should be, right? Mm-hmm. Because he went to the ranks. He uh, he actually uh, worked for another another team, you know, and and now he has a, 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 a secondary. What do you call it? Row in, in a show where now it's called you, You're the Boss, you are a Jefe. Right. And I, he's going, wait a minute, but, you know, a Jefe, you know, it's Spanish for the chief, the boss. You know, but it I, is? you know, I was there for that. You know what I'm saying? No, so, no I got you, a so, bitch!
5: So, no, what? What are you talking about? Thank you, Jose. You've been calling yourself the boss the whole time? Yeah, now Jefe is the boss, the chief. I'm done. I'm done.
6: I, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. You knew that long ago. You know, Maybe the funny thing about it is, I can actually go work somewhere else if I didn't like the position I'm put in. Terrell Owens,
5: the NFL's all there is for football. That that's the if Dubs wanted to, if he really felt like he was a, if he really thought he were Terrell Owens and he was as good as Terrell was and he was in baseball, <laughs> uh, football, then he could he could go make a living other places. I know for a fact he could go right now and have a very good job and probably make a lot more money than he's making right now. It's not like he would be banned from radio. He would have another outlet to do what he wants to do. To me, that's why I think Terrell Owens is a victim. Kevin, number two in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, buddy?
9: Hey, guys, you're missing the whole point on this situation. Okay, what is it? In football, like the old saying goes, there's no I in team, right? Two days before the comments were even made, Terrell is fighting Hugh Douglas at practice and then comes out and makes these statements. It's about a team. It's about winning. It's about everybody being together. Fine. Not one,
6: then not, re, then release them and allow another team to take that problem.
9: Why? He's under contract. He signed an obligation to be with them. Then that pay him for
6: he, the contract because what they're doing, they're suspending him and they're not paying him.
9: The same thing happened to Keyshawn. I mean, you know, you sign a contract to be part of a team and you don't want to be part of that team. They have that obligation to get rid of you.
6: Yeah, they can get
5: rid of him, then release him and allow him to go to another team and, instead
6: and, of and that, instead of screwing my fancy football team.
5: And that's the other thing, too. People are <laughs> pissed about fancy football, but that's the other point about this. If he's that bad for the team, release him, let him go out on waivers, and let him do his thing elsewhere, but they won't because he'll get snatched up by the Cowboys or the Eagles, and it'll end up hurting them otherwise.
6: And he's not getting paid right now. That's the problem. He's not even making money
5: and again to me this is about the Eagles being selfish and this I mean this is this is typical corporate America you can't say anything against the company you're not going to be allowed to go anywhere else not even within the smaller company of the uh, of the Eagles but anywhere else to do your trade Tom and Daytona you're in the hideout what up Tom Tom, go ahead, buddy. You there, Tom? I think he's gone. All right, his point was TO can go play in other football leagues. <laughs>
6: I'll I'll give him this. If thought, well not really, he can't even do that right now because of the
5: contract. They won't release him and they won't pay him. Because he's still under he's still under a contract with the NFL and the Eagles, but, then, but he's not getting paid. So you're under a contract that you aren't getting paid for anymore. I don't even know if he could go work at Publics if he wanted to, according to that contract. He literally is in a contract to make no money. And I don't want to hear that he's made all this
6: money he can live off. When you're a football player, you have a very uh, short window to make your money. And I'll be damned if I would uh, st- stand anybody's way of making money while they
5: can. And not only that, too, when you're making a certain amount of money, you have certain bills that you've already racked up to pay for things. Yes, I don't know, it's stupid, but maybe two grand a month for a uh, pimped out Hummer, you know? Then all of a sudden you're not getting any paychecks. You know, things start eating away. There's a lot more to this. To me, it is amazing how everybody, we're all cogs in a machine. We all are a slave to the corporations and the man in some way. I can't see how you can not put yourself in Terrell's point of view of being an employee maybe being the best employee that you are, the best at your craft, saying something, being reprimanded for it, and not being allowed to make money doing what you do.
6: And if you don't want him saying stuff uh, in the media against his team, put that in his next contract. If you, if that, and if that was a situation where he agreed that he would not talk to the media or speak badly about his uh, teammates... That would be a different story, but that's not in his contract. He's allowed to be a person.
5: All right, let's take a break and come back. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Phone lines are jammed about it. To me, this is a bigger issue than actually Terrell Owens. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1.
6: All right, welcome back <laughs>
5: to the Hideout yeah, Row Radio 104.1. Yeah. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 star one oh four one on your singular wireless phones. Take it, phone calls. Uh-huh. We took the wrong side on this debate, J-Dubs. Why is that? Everyone uh, believes that Terrell Owens is wrong. Of course they do. And we
6: are wrong. Everybody likes to take uh, people down a peg and love it when they see someone of, uh, of higher status get get screwed over. Everybody loves that. That's why the uh, tabloids do so good. Everybody so, uh, loves to see people with their makeup off.
5: There is something kind of fun about knowing this guy. Who, here's the thing about it. He's an outspoken dude. He runs a lot of trash. He's very flamboyant. He makes a lot of money. So now that he's going to lose out on that, People love it. Everybody likes to see this guy be humbled. You yeah? know? Heather, ladies first in the hideout. Uh, Heather Settle, you're on Real Radio. What's up, baby?
1: Hi. Um, I just wanted to point out one thing, though, that when Keyshawn Johnson went to Tampa Bay Buccaneers,
3: mm-hmm.
1: like in 2000, mm-hmm. he, was, he was verbally out there in the media uh, talking bad about his team and Warren Sapp, and Warren Sapp fired back at the media, and there was no repercussions for anybody.
5: Yeah, here's the other thing that I find odd, too, about this, Heather, is the fact that the Eagles knew what they were getting into. Yeah. They knew when the whole debacle with T.O. in Baltimore. T.O. Uh, getting out of uh, San Francisco. They knew, and they were willing to put up with it because he was the badass, and he could get them to the promised land of the uh, of the Super Bowl, which he helped them do, which he he risked his career. Anybody, uh, I'm telling you this. Ninety-nine percent of the other players in the NFL would have said, "You know what? I'm gonna sit out the rest of the season. I got the rest of my career to think about." He busted his ass and kicked ass in the playoffs. Not only that, I mean, in the I, don't, Super Bowl. I don't think uh, any other player in the NFL,
6: you know, maybe a few other, would be able to come back after that. What happened to him? Uh, he was that that good physically, where he could actually uh, get
5: medically re uh, prepared for it. Yeah. Here's the thing about this too. A lot of people who talk this kind of trash that Terrell Owens talks, they don't back it up. He backs it up. He actually does it. I'm getting emails about, well, he ran down Donovan McNabb in the Super Bowl. McNabb played awfully in the Super Bowl.
6: Especially at the end there, he looked like uh, a lame duck. He was too fat and out of shape. He couldn't handle it. I mean, He, he tells the truth out there. He tells what he
5: thinks. People don't like the truth. Roger in Orlando, thanks for uh, ha- uh, holding patiently, buddy. Yeah, uh,
1: this is the kind of first night you ever pissed me off. I kind of want to pull your ass over your face right now. Uh, why do you love homos? I mean, I don't get it. This guy's an asshole. All
5: right. You can't really say that, but... it didn't make any sense either. 407-916-1041. Just,
6: and just because he may be a jerk, his personality may be a jerk, it doesn't mean that he shouldn't be able to work.
5: Look, I can say that about a lot of people Mm -hmm. who are in this business, okay, especially in this business of radio. There are jerks, there are ass wipes, there are people you may hate with a passion, but I wouldn't want to take away their ability to make a living doing what they do best. There's no way I would. I don't think that it's fair.
10: Isn't that strong attitude that a lot of these guys have is part of what makes them so good? That drive, that, that you know, that's inside of them.
5: Of course, you wouldn't want
6: some puss out on the field. You know, I mean, that bravado and the, their
5: attitudes what make them so good. It's, and it's the same thing too with if it were a salesperson and the cutthroat mentality of I'm going to close the deal over you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the money over you. And that's what puts them ahead of the next guy. Exactly. Yet for some reason, people aren't digging it. I guess because he's so outspoken. Sharif, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Sharif in Orlando. What's up, buddy?
1: What's up? I just want to let y'all know and 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 hear me on this that I'm on y'all side and it's unfair to see you, but just to get y'all straight on one thing, he's only not getting paid two hundred thousand dollars a game for four games that he's suspended for.
6: That's still two hundred thousand get... dollars.
1: Yeah, it is, and I I can't. And say that, that's that's
6: exactly. not chump change to anybody, even Terrell.
1: Yeah, that's true. But he will be being paid after that. He got suspended. He's not getting paid because of the fight, which I think is wrong because I haven't looked it up yet, but I don't think the other guy got suspended for that same fight.
6: No, he didn't. And uh, the other guy was the one coming in there talking trash and starting the fight. Thank you, Sharif. Thank, Thank you for the correction, buddy. But the thing is, there's still four games that he is uh, getting suspended for and not paid for over something that they encourage players to do is talking to the media i mean
5: that is part of their deal they have to talk to the media they want you talking to espn they want you doing these things because they want people to buy jerseys they want people to buy merchandise but if you say the wrong thing you're losing on two hundred thousand dollars
6: a game a game yeah so he's no, it's not two hundred thousand a game that's for the four games that's
5: i hear they're gonna try to take back some of the signing bonus too
6: that might be true, too. But also, that's bonuses that he could have been making during the game, too. There's a lot of stuff that could be made during that game that would bring him up above and beyond. And uh, he's losing on that, too. Eddie,
5: you're in the hideout. Eddie in Hunters Creek. What's up, buddy?
4: Hey, what's going on, guys? Go ahead, dope. All right.
2: I'm a fan of sports. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the corporate guy. I don't care about the player. I don't care how he's getting the pat on the back. I don't care who's getting paid. I don't care who's jacking who. I just love the game. Okay. Okay? All right. With that said,
1: so franchise guys go unchecked. They can say, they can do whatever they want, and that's what's ruining the game nowadays. Every game basketball, everything.
5: So, you think that, that you do think the superstar treatment is what's hurting sports?
1: Very good. What do we got? We got guys like Tim Duncan, Rip Hamilton, Jerry Rice, these kind of guys. That makes but, the game awesome. They make the game. They
6: may make watch. the game awesome, but the problem is these uh, Terrell Owens' and everything are being encouraged to talk to the media by the company, and when they do it. They're getting crucified. Now here's the thing about that too. I said Perel
1: Owens is an idiot. Then uh, here's the thing he's about... not a smart guy. He's not smart. Well, you heard
6: his speech. Obviously, he's not mm-hmm. the smartest guy in the world. All right. We but you he... you you put him you you want to put him out there, and then you want to slap him across the face when you put him out there.
2: Uh, like I said, I don't care about the corporate guy. I just care about the game.
5: All right. Thank you. All right, is this actually Phil Fraser from EA? It's the boy Phil over at uh, EA, the uh, producer of Madden 2006. Phil in the hideout. What's up, buddy?
1: What's going on, guys? How are you? Hey, this is a subject that's uh, near and dear to me, working on a football game, so I figured i could give you guys a call and give you my take. All
5: right, let's let's get the uh, NFL, business, EA, uh, not official point of view, but just your point of view.
1: Well, you know, I think the key thing to remember here is the NFL is a business when it comes down to it. Uh, It's it's a business about entertainment, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know... T.O. Uh, certainly does have a right to talk. You have guys like Chad Johnson, who obviously play in the league, and, and they make a big living out of making out, out of talking and, and taunting. But I think the key with, with Chad is he does it in a way that doesn't negatively impact his team versus T.O. that causes problems within his organization. And I think you do have to punish a guy for that. And A caller just said a few minutes ago uh, he is getting paid, and that is true. And I think what you'll see here is, uh, the Eagles are going to look to deal him. They're going to look to trade him. Um, you know, They're keeping him on board because he does have value. Mm-hmm. Um, he has value to their organization overall. So if they're going to want to trade him before they release him because if they flat-out release him, they're losing money uh, because they're going to take on massive cap
3: penalties yeah,
6: they and all will, that kind of stuff. I, I understand that, and I, I think that's also a problem, too, where if they do release him, I think uh, there should be a way to release someone without the cap penalties and everything yeah, like that's
1: that. Not- that's just the way the salary cap system works. Yeah. It's really complicated and everything. But you know, he will be gone regardless by March. Uh there's a deadline in March where if he's still on the team, he'll get a pretty big roster bonus. I think it's in the range of seven million. So they'll get rid of him by then. I think their last choice is to just flat out release him, of which they'll they'll of course incur some cap penalties. But their first choice is to try to trade him and receive something of value from another team so they're not just totally eating the cost of P.O. Uh,
5: Phil Fraser from EA, let me ask you this point blank question then. When talking, period. Anytime you're talking uh, as a member of a corporation, either you for EA, us for Clear Channel, Terrell for the Eagles, is the best thing for everybody to learn out of this, don't be honest?
1: I don't think it's I don't think it's don't be honest, because I think you see it with Chad Johnson every week. He's honest, he thinks he's a great receiver and he talks smack about guys he's playing against. But I think the key is when you're playing on a team and you know you hear it all the time there's no I IN team, when you're playing on a team there's a me. you don't you don't want to break apart your team. You know, you want to maintain that. So I think you know you could be a cutthroat salesman, uh, but if you're working on a sales team, you don't want do a thing that takes away from your team's success. All
3: right, you, know, you
1: can do. You know, that's kind of that's kind of where I think you know the Eagles are at, and I think he's starting to take away from their success, and they got to put a stop to that. So I think you know it sucks that he's losing you know four weeks pay, which I think is in the range of nine hundred thousand dollars. But don't forget that he is still making, I think, even after his salary. Uh,
5: I think he's still making 2.2 million this season. So. All right, Phil Fraser for me. Hey, uh, I need another job. I'll uh, email you later. We'll talk later. <laughs> no biggie. No biggie. All right, Phil. Thank you, buddy. All of these relevant points, J Dubs. I again hate to see a guy punished for talking his mind. And I think I think to me, as a person who gets paid to talk, speak their mind, and say what they want to say and put things out there, it bums me out when a guy says something that he actually means and feels, and catches so much flack for it. He meant it. He's saying it, and it wasn't even necessarily too like he was a uh, John Rocker type, where he was saying something outlandish, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or even racist. And the funny thing is, what he
6: said was he would like a future uh, Hall of Famer on his team, throwing him the ball. It's not like he was saying, I would like Vinny Testaverde throwing me the ball over Don McNabb. A future Hall of Famer. It's not like he was throwing Joe Schmo out there. It wasn't really a slam, I don't think,
5: against Donovan or anything like that. You know, it's like anyone saying, uh, yeah, I think we would have won if we had Randy Johnson. And I I, I don't know. I think that's part of it. I will take a break and come back. We're going to do a uh, rapid fire for everyone who's been on hold because there are people who've been on hold for a long time wanting to talk about this. And then we're going to transition into something else. Uh, we can either go lesbians or.
4: Yeah, let's talk about those two dudes.
5: Or lesbians. So maybe lesbians. Yeah, lesbians. Next, next in the hideout, 407-916-1041, 888 978 It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1.
6: If it was like a, uh, a Howard Stern or someone on uh, his station saying, hey, I think uh, this would be good at nights at our station, do you think uh, Howard would get fired for saying that he thinks that, uh, you know, Tom Likas would be perfect for at night at, uh, at K-Rock in New
5: York? No. Right. And again, that's part of the reason why I agree with this cat, because it's all about being able to say the truth. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm handcuffed. I'm handcuffed by the corporation about what I really want to say, and I can't say it. And that's why I'm on Terrell's side. You've got mail. Delete. Not interested. No, thank you. So yeah, you drew an interesting uh, parallel, but you made my argument for me. And that's where it goes. And that's why it bums me so much. Because it's not... Again, you're working for the corporation, so you have to play by the corporation's rules. Mm -hmm. But then again, you get handcuffed. If I were to say something, would I ever work for Clear Channel again? Probably not. I don't know. Who knows? But then again, the other point to that is there are other companies out there. Yeah, there's not another
6: NFL out there. Exactly. And you think if there were another NFL out there... They would be doing this to Terrell Owens? No. No, they would do everything they could to hold on to him.
5: If they were a competitor, they would allow it? No. They'd say, hey, uh, cut it out. We accept your half-assed apology. Come back. Let's uh, lose to the Cowboys coming up, which they will. Not. Nah, Terrell was there. Nah, Cowboys are good. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Two angles we can go with, Dubs. We're already kind of in the sports mood. This is related to football anyway. However, this is something a little different. This is uh cheerleaders having sex in a bathroom stall in Tampa. And then uh, another woman getting punched out over it. I got the audio of the lady who punched who got punched out. We'll come back with that from the commercial break. And I'll tell you why she was wrong. <laughs> Next in the hideout. Real Radio
3: 104.1. The two women came out of the bathroom. There was
10: a blonde and a brunette. A woman behind me said something smart to the effect of, why Why did you guys take so long? And the blonde woman hit me in the face. I was just in shock that I would never in my life hit somebody. It was a bad scene.
5: All right, welcome back to The Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I'll have J-Dubs. That was uh, a woman who says she was struck by one of the Carolina Panther cheerleaders who were in a bathroom stall having sex with each other.
6: And that's tur- this has turned into a huge, just uh, crazy legal thing going on because of them having sex in the bathroom stall and then her allegedly punching the girl in the face. And uh, then when she gets arrested, she hands over a fake ID, uh, one of the uh, Carolina Panthers cheerleaders.
5: Alright, here's what's going on. Alright, two Carolina Panther cheerleaders charged, uh, after arrest at a bar where witnesses told the police they had sex in a restroom. Witnesses said the women were having sex in the stall with each other, angering patrons waiting in line to get in there to use the restroom at the club in the Channelside district. Hey, someone else is already using it. It doesn't specifically say, uh, to evacuate only. Thomas, uh, apparently one of the chicks, was charged with battery after allegedly striking the bar patron, which we just heard from, when she was leaving the restroom. And then got in even more trouble when she gave the officers a driver's license belonging to another Panthers cheerleader who wasn't even in Tampa at the time. No,
6: she was uh, still at home in Carolina. Now,
5: is this, uh, question one, is this the hottest story ever? Oh, yeah. This is a story that I'll be running a batch to uh, tonight. Cheerleaders making lesbian love in a bathroom stall, beating up another one, and then lying uh, about the whole thing. It's it's
6: very odd, the whole story. You wouldn't expect this from girls. You know. You wouldn't expect girls, for one, to be having sex in a bathroom stall. That's usually a thing of two dudes. And I'll tell you what, if there are two dudes in a bathroom stall... I wouldn't want to use it anyway. You know, why
5: would you want to go in there afterwards and do your thing? And and isn't it like women, too, to just wait patiently while they know someone's in there banging? Because this is why I have the biggest issue with it. I'll get 407 Me, I will have used the, uh, the sink. That's what I do. Ha! Huh. This woman who got punched played it all wrong. First of all, maybe you go grab a bouncer. I don't know if a bouncer, if they try to grab a bouncer or not. I think that's number one. Number two, there's a little invention called camera phones. Mm-hmm. You go over, you stick the camera phone over the top of the stall, and you begin to take pictures or, if you're lucky, shoot video that you then sell and blackmail the Panthers with, or you put on a website and yet you get many many hits making money that way and you make a lot of money off of it and i think that's where they went wrong j dubs now
6: do you think they knew they were uh panthers cheerleaders when they the, uh, the they were waiting outside the stall I, i'll tell you this doesn't matter yeah you risk it
5: do, and that's that's another reason why i think women are this like proves how women are so different from men that if Let's say, because sometimes girls will go into the men's restroom to use the bathroom. It happens, especially because yeah. the long lines. And if two guys knew there were a couple of chicks doing it, they would have at the very least been, everyone would have been standing around snapping photos.
6: Or if you knew two football players were in having sex in the bathroom stall, you'd definitely go take pictures of that, too, and then
5: post it on the Internet and make yourself some money, put it on the judge report. Even if it were two dudes, <laughs> I think you still go take pictures. To show your buddy and laugh about. Be like, well, you'll never believe what I saw at the club. Ah! Why why would you show that to me? I gotta send this to the hideout.
3: Mo, 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 mo.
5: This is the next (laughs) meatspin.com. It's the hideout, Radio 104.1. They also bring up an interesting point, though. It was about going to the sink. Yeah. Isn't that what's great about being a dude? Because I've seen it before at a concert, at a sporting event, where it's just, it's a stupid, silly long line. In fact, I saw it at the St. Pete Times Forum when I went to go watch Nine Inch Nails there a couple weeks back. Mm -hmm. Dude's going in the sink, and even going in a corner, just saying, I can't hold it anymore, there's a drain, I know they come in here and they wash out, like with a hose, the restroom... I'm just gonna go in the corner. Yes, the rest of you may be animals, but I don't want to miss uh, nine-inch nails doing closer.
6: Also, uh, what guys do—they use the the uh, the sinks, and then another guy will come up right after and wash their hands in that same sink. <laughs> That's like going up, you know, hitting the uh, the uh, urinal and putting your hands into that water. It it makes no sense when you you when you're at one of these sporting or uh, concert events and then you use a sink because you know someone's done that in there.
5: I told you, too, about when I was at Texas Tech at Weymouth on the 10th floor of my dorm. I was such a lazy, fat bastard that I wouldn't walk down the hall on the floor to go to the community restrooms. Erod my roommate, and I, Mm -hmm. we would go in the sink. Not only would we go in the sink, it's the same sink where we brushed our teeth and did our dishes. That's filthy. But uh, one thing that uh, my
6: cousin, Bicurious BJ, used to do... He used to uh we'd be upstairs in his room playing video games and stuff. He would just go in like a two liter bottle, seal it up, and then you know, put it off to the side for a little bit. His mom came up and found just oh, God. bottles of the substance in his room and she almost had him committed for it. She thought he was
3: <laughs>
10: she
5: thought he was just keeping it around as a fetish. Four oh seven, nine one six one oh four one Again, all this going back to it was a long line at a club in Tampa because one of the bathroom stalls was used up for a couple of Panther cheerleaders, uh, Carolina Panther, NFL cheerleaders, who were having, making sweet love in the bathroom stall. Fletch in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, Fletch?
1: Hey, this is Fletch. Yeah, listen, uh, oh, man, that story about the two-liter bottles, it was, like, totally gross. I just got out of the military. I can't tell you For me, it was plastic-gallon bottles, but okay. You know, oh, it was gross. It was gross. But sometimes it had to be done. But these two girls, Orlando, uh, the, uh, not Orlando, the Carolina Panthers girls,
3: mm-hmm. I
6: mean, they were in there. They were doing the thing they wanted to do. But, you know, I think they may have reacted a little because,
1: I mean, having dealt with security clearance issues and all that kind of other kind of stuff, they might have been a little worried about their reputation and just, you know, kind of snapped a little bit. You know what I'm saying? What,
5: now, you know, that's an interesting point, Fletch, and thank you, buddy, because one of them gave a fake idea of another Tampa, or another cheerleader for the, uh, for the Panthers, did she really think that she was going to get away with using a, an alias the whole time? And the thing is,
6: it, if you're trying to protect uh, your identity of being a cheerleader, don't use another cheerleader's ID because that that totally defeats the purpose. Now you're
5: just doing it to be selfish. And that poor girl who I think she was actually sitting in Carolina, North yeah, Carolina. She- and her she, name's being brought up in the story. That she's having sex in a bath lesbian sex in a bathroom stall. And I think the pictures of these two chicks are on the judge report.
6: Yeah, and one of them has a beak from hell. I don't know how she made it into the NFL as a cheerleader.
5: Alright, four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one. But the other girl says it's good
6: for scooping. And yeah. I don't
5: know no know, know what that means. Star 1041 on your singular <laughs> wireless phones. Alright, now i told you before. That I have had sex in a bathroom stall with a woman, mm. Mo. with a woman, and you guys didn't believe that it was sexy or it was hot.
6: Because it's you and a chick doing it. If it's two chicks in a bathroom stall, there's something very dirty and very appealing to that. To do that, chick in a bathroom stall—that's something
5: sexy about it. All right, but these these two chicks were so worked up with each other. Yes, they couldn't even make it out to their car. They went in the bathroom to get it on. You've never wanted to do that with a chick that you've met where you're like, I don't even want to go outside. I'm going to take you into the bathroom, and we're going to do it.
6: No, the bathroom always
5: seems like you know, there's too much chance for you to get really
6: dirty in real bad places, especially if you're a girl.
5: You stand up. Everyone's standing
6: up. Of course you're standing up, but in a club at night, the floors can be slippery. I'm not going to say why they're slippery, but something could happen. You could, you know... Your areas could
5: end up on the floor. You worry too much. And then you're going You're hey. a, you, what kind of sissy fruit are you about worrying about? Uh, from, from coming from a guy who doesn't ever bathe. There's nothing hot about I'm the bathe. bathroom anyway. You you don't even have sex, asexual, douche, child, the wrong. I don't even want to hear it from you. Well, if I did, it wouldn't be in the bathroom. Josh and Deltona, you're in the hideout. I think it would hey, be. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, it'd be a little hole, and you'd be on the other side. Go ahead, Josh. <laughs> uh,
1: I was just calling to say about her, uh, her ID. I think that she was uh, just showing the ID because she was only 20 years old, so I think she just wanted to prove that she was 21. Oh, okay. And she wasn't thinking.
10: Oh, now the story's really
1: hot. Underage girl. All
5: right, if that's if that's true, that's a whole nother twist in the plot. Yeah, part. I didn't. I, I didn't read know that. it online this morning. So. All right, thank you, Josh. I appreciate well, that. I thought she was just showing it, just to you know, kind of deflect off her getting in illegal trouble. But now it's it, and I guess that's the whole thought process. And you're not thinking at the time. It would have just been better for her to say, and maybe even the cops would have been more understanding in that. All right, you busted me. I'm underage. And I wanted to make sweet lesbian love, Officer. Could you please? I'm hopped up. Understand? On, I'm
6: hopped up on Ziga, Zima, and Jaeger right now, and I uh, I made a poor decision. I'm sorry. By the way, uh, what happened to, uh, to Zima? It's still out there, is it? I think it's still more popular with the younger crowd. You know, that, that's something that girls get started off on. You know, that's their kind of their gateway into alcohol.
5: Ooh, this tastes good. I tell It's you what,
6: so sprite like. I love. Mm. I love the
5: smearing off uh, green apple. That stuff's great. Bro. What the hell, Vima? Dave was driving around here in the hideout. What up, dope? Dave, up? go ahead, go ahead, buddy.
1: Yeah, I was just confirming that same story what the guy said about the girl being underage, borrowing somebody else's ID for the trip.
6: Okay. Yeah, I was wondering what she had the ID for anyway.
1: Yeah, she did that. And the girl that was back in Charlotte, whose ID they had taken, was actually at a wedding in Columbia, South Carolina. Oh
5: God. And then
1: and then she's at the wedding
5: and then everybody's saying, Hey, uh by the way, you were down in Tampa when it wasn't true,
9: she was in Columbia. And my understanding is according to the Charlotte papers that are reporting at the uh the girl that got hit was standing there when the police were taking her away and
1: made some comment about uh, it's about time you came out of the stall and she took a swing at her and that's when the police were trying to fight with her to put the cuffs on.
5: Alright, so that's alright, thank you very much, Dave. I appreciate it. No problem. Better off getting punched than uh fish hooked.
6: Hmm. <laughs> you're okay well. Four oh seven
5: nine one six one oh four one, triple eight nine seven eight one. I'm just saying
6: something smells fishy about this whole thing.
3: Oh,
5: come on. Pun time. <laughs> no, no, it's not pun time. I like
6: to ban fish. I'm always battling upstream with you.
5: <laughs> um. So anyway, I just thought that was one of the cooler stories. Yeah, definitely. Here's the question. Will there be a TV movie of the week uh, about this? Is there a chance? No, but there will be a porno about it. When will the porno come out? I actually heard that... Uh, Penthouse, I believe,
10: is offering them a deal.
6: Oh, of course. Already? Yeah. Of course they are. Right. Uh, and they'll be able to hold out for something better with uh, either a site or a, uh, a Playboy.
5: Yeah, you think Playboy would touch them? You think that's more of a Penthouse thing, especially considering it was a stall?
6: That's true, too.
5: Isn't that, by the way, when Penthouse went downhill, when they started showing uh, the faucet action of a yeah, woman? Yeah, water
6: sports, yeah. Well, the, the thing about that is I... Uh, I I hadn't looked at a Penthouse in forever, and I bought an uh, issue of it. I opened it up and I saw that. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I never knew that Penthouse was doing this water sports stuff on in
5: their uh, magazine. Um, Bruce in Winter Springs, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, buddy?
1: Hey, this Bruce. How you doing?
5: Hey, man. What do you got?
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say there's a new firestorm that's gonna get started because of this. What's that? The the girls in the bathroom is gonna be the terminology is gonna be um. Uh,
5: you want to get panthered. Ooh. I like that slang. Let's go get panther. Oh, you know what? And then you can do the whole thing about the uh, cat and looking licking and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Nice, Bruce.
6: If
10: they do get a magazine deal, you think it's going to be a reenactment and it'll actually take place? All the photos will be in a bathroom?
6: I guarantee, yeah, they'll do something where they pair those two together and have them
5: doing stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's the only smart way to go. All right, Matt Albert wants to play your pun game. The person that called the cops is the real red herring in this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? What a bass! <laughs> is this? Uh, uh, I think this is Mad Mad Matteo with this one. If you're one of those cops, again, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 talking about the uh, lesbian cheerleaders busted in Tampa for the sweet love that they're making in the stall. If you're one of the cops putting on the handcuffs. How do you not get excited over this whole situation? How do you not smell your hands after you you know you you do
6: that you, you I'd have my buddies smell my hands the next day. Hey, I arrested those two chicks after they're in a stall and I guarantee the investigative report uh, the investigative uh uh police officer who has to go back there and check everything out because there will be an investigation and everything put on this will be in there sniffing the the uh, toilet seat. Just look, trying to figure out, I'm, not, is, I'm just doing a little research here. I need to lick this toilet seat to kind what of... What the hell? Yeah, it's in his job description.
5: Or right, what about this? Going around and uh, sniffing the fingerprints. And just doing it that way. So you don't look like a complete perv. Or you could sniff that one girl's face. <laughs> you don't even know if that's what's going on. And that was a little over the yeah, line. We're trying to dance around. No, I think
6: he's talking about the girl who got punched. Yeah, the girl got punched.
5: I already made that joke earlier.
10: I didn't hear it. It's better when I did it. <laughs> the hell? What?
0: <laughs> All right, J. Dubs. 407
5: 916 1041 1041. It's a whale of a story. <laughs> come on. Hey, the snack machine's out of goldfish. <laughs> Take a break. we come back. It's a hideout. Uh, dubs, uh, lots to. We can talk about the live broadcast last night. Here's what I'd really like to get into because this had stumped you and I. hmm. I. Uh. I guess this new movie derailed is coming out with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And you and I are sitting there thinking, has there been a sitcom actor or actress who has ever made the jump to legitimate movie star?
6: So someone uh, actor, actress, a uh, pretty big person on uh, a sitcom, have they ever made the complete jump to be the A movie star in an
5: A movie? And like, uh, I really. You and I could only come up with two names. And actually, when we originally did it over the weekend, literally throwing out names for an hour, mm-hmm. we only came up with one. Uh, we came up with a second one this afternoon when we were saying, hey, let's talk about this. I feel like we're missing out on some names. 407-916-1041, 888
6: Do you want to throw out the, the first name that we finally came up with right now?
5: No. Okay. We'll, we'll do it when we get back. Okay. It's a Hideout row Radio 104.1. Mom, I know
4: you've got the mom.
5: Again. Welcome back to the Hideout World Radio, half and j Dubs. It's Tuesday night in the Hideout. Uh, we're going to talk about the live broadcast last night, too. It was badass, and I want to thank everybody when we get the chance. Here's the question that's thrown out. Because Dubs and I... Was this what we were watching the Dallas Mavericks on Saturday night? Yes, it was. Mavs and Spurs. I guess we saw the commercial for the Aniston movie that's coming out, Derailed. And we're thinking to ourselves... Has there ever... And specifically has there ever been a woman like a female star of a sitcom who has gone on to be an a-list movie star and we racked our brains and eventually we're like it's too hard for the to think of women what about dudes we came up with one name just over the weekend when we were doing it and um i invite you to help us out um with this one again at 407-916-1041. Yeah,
6: because these big sitcoms, they usually kind of typecast these people, and they aren't able to uh, really get into Hollywood and make a big name for themselves over there. So the sitcoms really are a difficult thing to make the jump into Hollywood with.
5: Uh, ladies first in the hideout as usual whenever uh, you call, because, you know, we are um, we believe in chivalry here in the hideout. And treating with respect, Dizzy in, Orla- uh, Disney in Orlando. What's up, Dizzy? Hey. What do you got?
0: Um, I was thinking
5: Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was indeed the name that we ended up coming up with because of *Bosom Buddies*. That's yeah. Right. So good job to you, Dizzy, and thank you very much. Outstanding. That was the one name out of the hour that we were talking about it. We came up with one other one this afternoon. We said, "Hey, let's talk. Let's bring this up on the air because I think we get some help from the listeners." Um, let's go to uh, again, ladies first in the hideout. Jessica in Orlando. What do you got, Jessica? How about George
1: Clooney?
5: What sitcom was he on? He
1: was on ER.
5: That's not a sitcom. That's a drama. Now, here's the interesting point about that, though, Jessica, is that you can think of a lot of people from the dramatic roles like ER, um, CSI, uh, these other shows like this, were there somehow, like, uh, 21, Jump, uh, 21 Jump Street with, mm-hmm. what's his name, uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, yeah.
2: Who
3: well,
5: went on. But there's something more about the dramatic long-form shows. Like, I'm sure you're going to have a couple that come out of Lost and uh, these other shows, but not so much the situation comedies. Thank you, Jessica. Appreciate it. All right, it. thanks. Bye. Um, yeah, that's that, that's actually, the difference there.
4: George Clooney was on Roseanne for a while. Playing what?
5: Uh. Oh,
6: yeah.
4: Bookman
5: or Booker. Booker, yeah. But he was so small. I mean, I don't like. He wasn't the star of a sitcom. He, he was never typecasted into a role on Roseanne. And to me, to this, you have to be the star of the show because a lot of actors sure are gonna play bit roles on these. But did they carry the show? He didn't carry Roseanne, so I don't. Therefore, I don't believe it counts. DJ did, right. What does that kid look like now? Where is he at? He looks like he's still their own, probably. Why would you say that? You know, you're so right. He's probably at, he's probably at some radio show asking to re- arm wrestle women. All right. Chunks came up with the other one that we came up with, and he said one more that I can't believe we didn't even yeah. think of. Yeah, he told me one downstairs that I can't believe we didn't think of. You should have been hanging out with us, Chunks. Eric and Maitland, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Eric?
1: Actually got two, Bruce Willis and John Travolta.
6: Alright, John Travolta, yes, that's what I was thinking of downstairs.
5: Oh of uh Welcome,
6: welcome back, back Carter. Carter yeah.
5: Alright, you know what? Travolta, that's a good one, dude. And Thank Bruce you. Willis was on that PI show with uh oh I can't even think Moonlighting. Of yeah, uh, that, that's it. But, but that, that wasn't a a sitcom though. Yeah, that wasn't a sitcom. It was more it was a dramedy, I think. Yeah. I think. Thank you, Eric. You get points though for the for the for the Travolta. Yeah, Travolta was definitely one. You know, and I loved Welcome Back Carter. I really, really dug that show. I don't know what... I think I watched it with my dad when I was growing up, and he really liked it, and so therefore I liked it. My dad watched Hunter. Hunter? Yeah. Dave in Orlando, uh, what's your guess? Um, So we're talking about sitcom stars who went on to be A-list movie people.
1: Yeah, how about
0: Nanu Nanu, Mork and Mindy, Robin Williams? Yes.
5: Dude, you were so
0: right on that. That's the one
5: we thought of today. That was the second name uh, that we thought of when we were in the office. Good job on that one, Dave. And... I don't know. It came out of nowhere because I had mentioned Tom Hanks, and then I don't know how we got to the more Mindy, but somehow Robin Williams. You know why Robin Williams popped in my head? Over the weekend, I watched The Birdcage. Ah. With uh, him I'm and Nathan sorry. Lane. I know. It was on <laughs> television. 407 916 1041, 888 Again, ladies first in the hideout. Kelly in Winter Springs. What do you got, sweetie?
3: What about Will Smith?
5: Perfect. That's another. One. Everybody on the real radio Hideout's coming out with that one. Yeah, that so was,
6: chunks. Were brought up. That's the one chunks smoking. came
5: up with, and that is one that I had not think of until like 30 seconds ago. Very, yeah, yeah. Very good job on that one, Kelly. Yeah, Will Smith is like the a lister of a listers too.
6: Yeah, he's he was huge
5: for a while there. I mean, he's still
6: pretty big, but for a while he was the name. Did you like the Fresh Prince? I love the Fresh Prince when it was out, but if you go back and watch it now. Not that funny. It's on. Carlton
5: all the, sucked. It's on all the time, and you're right. I hate it now. But I remember Monday nights. You'd be laughing your ass off. 7 o'clock in Texas. I guess 8 o'clock for you in Michigan or here in Florida. Mm-hmm. It's the Fresh Prince on NBC. Yeah, and
6: laughed every time DJ Jazzy Jeff would be thrown out of the door. You're just laughing your ass off. When you look back at it, though, that's kind of a
5: funny bit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Ah! Every time. Jeremy and uh, Daytona. What do you got, Jeremy?
1: Hey, um, I was
5: thinking Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, of course, from Family Ties.
1: Family Ties. Was he and an A-lister?
5: A... Is he an A-lister? He was very yeah, much. Yeah, man, an Back to the Future. Yeah, it that was, was a classic. That was definitely. And Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Yeah. Right, huge. I'm gonna give it to you, Jeremy. I thought of another one. Uh,
1: David Spade.
5: He's never Jer- gone to the A-list of movies. He's not. An Joe Dirt, man. Now Joe Dirt is not an A-list <laughs> movie. And whenever you're starring with Kid Rock, it's not an A-list movie.
6: But he has gone into movies and everything. I think that's more of a, uh, hey, I was in in Saturday Night Live type thing than uh, being on that other show he was on.
5: All right, let's go to uh, Eric in Winter Springs. What do you got, Eric?
1: Jamie Foxx and Jim Carrey.
5: From In Living Color? That's not, yeah, a, that's Jim not a sitcom. From In Living
1: Color, and Jamie Foxx did his own show, The Jamie Foxx Show. All right,
5: here's the thing, Eric. I'll give you Jamie Foxx yep. because of The Jamie Foxx Show. I'm not allowing Jim Carrey because that was a sketch comedy as opposed to a, to sitcom. a sitcom. And so many great stars have come out of uh, sketch comedies. You think of everybody from Saturday Night Live, Eddie Murphy, Steve Martin, these cats. Chris Rock. In Living Color. You got, um, of course, you just mentioned Jim Carrey. Jamie Foxx, you've also got uh, uh, Damon, Wayans. Damon Wayans was well, an A-lister for a little while. Yeah, I, I can't give you the... Uh, we're now Damon Wayans has uh,
6: fallen to uh, hosting Premium Blend, the new season on uh, on Comedy Central. Is he really? Yeah, he's uh, the host of the new season. All
5: right, let's take a break and come back. All right. Tommy and Deuce Chuck giving me one more name that I didn't think about. Whether he's A-list is debatable. Oh, we both have the same name? hmm But I'm willing to put it out there and I want more phone calls on this. I have have we come up with a woman yet? No, no woman yet. That starred in a female sitcom who is an a lister movie star. Movie star. Does Roseanne not
6: count? No. What she devil was yes. such
5: a, such a great movie. That's no, the only one I can think That's of. That's not a good crossover. We take a break, we'll come back more of your phone calls on the hideout on Real Radio one oh four point one. Lansing's New Rock, 92 on the edge. I wish I thought, hey, I should talk this up before. From Still their, hit the post, though. Welcome their, back in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. From their Alum Anthology. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, all right, we're talking about people who are stars of a sitcom and then moving on to be like a A-list movie star person. Yeah. We've come up with some good names so far. Will Smith, uh, Tom Hanks, Robin Williams. Uh, who else did we come with? Jamie Foxx, we counted. Yeah, because of his uh, sitcom. Because of the sitcom, The Jamie Foxx Show, not because of In Living Color. Yeah, Sketch and comedies her, do and In Living Color
6: and SNL and Mad TV do not count. All right. Uh,
5: all right. Hired Gunman says Elizabeth Berkeley. Showgirls is A list batch running material. It's A list batch running, but a A list movie. Terrible movie. Lady first in the hideout, as usual, Dubs. Let's go to Melissa in Orlando. What do you got, Melissa? Hey,
1: I've got uh, Jennifer Garner, and I just thought of another one. Sarah Jessica Parker.
5: All right, let's see. Jennifer Garner. Was uh, never in a sitcom. She was... Uh, alias. Alias. And which? that doesn't count because it's one of those uh, dramatic true. ones. Now, Sarah Jessica Parker, I say no because I think she was a movie star first. She then was. Then went to Sex and the City. And then, yeah, she no, was,
2: she had Square Pegs.
5: Well, she was in uh, Mars Attacks.
4: loose. No, Square Pegs was in the '80s. Yeah, so she
2: did Square Pegs, and then she did the
1: movies like Girls Just Want to Have Fun, and well, that was an A-list.
4: Well, but. also, she looks like a horse,
5: and it really—that
6: uh, <laughs> I, I mean, when you need to get uh, shoes
5: actually nailed to your feet, it totally takes it, you out of the running. It takes you out, oh. Melissa. Thank you, Melissa. Appreciate it. Let's go to Jake and Kissimmee. What's up, Jake? Who do you got?
1: Hey, I got two of them for you. And a quick correction on that Jim Carrey thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually did star in a sitcom in the early '80s. It was called The Duck Factory. It was a piece of crap, but he was the star of it.
5: All right. Well, that doesn't. That's not good enough. Okay. Well,
1: um, my two guesses are Woody Harrelson from Cheers.
5: Ooh, Woody, Woody Harrelson. Yes. to uh
1: Larry Flint? Yes. And uh, Billy Crystal was in Soap back in the
5: '70s. Okay. Oh, you know, Bill, I'll give you Billy Crystal. And I got to think about Woody Harrelson second. Woody, Woody I Harrelson, check.
6: I do count because he was. Uh, a very big character on uh,
5: Cheers. Now, I agree, he was a big character in Cheers. Was he a A-list movie star?
6: Yes, he was for a while there before he uh, before he quit doing movies for a while. Yeah, definitely. Kingpin. Uh, Natural born killers. White uh, men can't jump.
5: White Larry men can't L- jump. All right, you know what? you sold me. Woody Harrelson's in, according to the hideout. Sitcom A-list, movie star A-list. I can go with those. You convince me. Here's another Jake and Kissimmee. All right. What's up, buddy? You got two phone lines or is this a different dude? Jake and Jake.
1: Uh, It's a different dude. All right. What Uh, what about Helen Hunt?
9: I want to say... Oh, Because she did Mad About You, and then now, I mean, then she got the Oscar for the one with Jack Nicholson and her...
10: Yeah, as good as it gets. That one might be the one woman... But she was in movies before that, wasn't Didn't she? She was in
5: Twister. She was kind of doing it at the same time. Yeah, but Mad About You was before I thought Twister.
10: Yeah, but it. she was in Project X with Luke, Matthew I'm IMDB-er. See if...
5: Uh... All right, you know, we're, we're going to have to check IMDB, but that you have finally given us a female name, and kudos to you, Jake, for us to actually
8: debate over.
6: Yeah. If, uh, if it comes up on the IMDB that she did those uh, movies after,
5: Mad About You, definitely. All right, Bateman says, Sandra Bullock. She, had, she was in
4: a sitcom. Yeah, it was the uh, TV version of Working Girl, I think. No, it doesn't count because it was in the, the sitcom. I just think that because she was from my town.
5: Okay, she can't just be in a sitcom. It needs to be like you know, you gotta be a yeah, star.
6: Yeah, and it has to be a big sitcom that really
5: typecasts you. John in Orlando, what do you got, John?
3: I've got two for
1: you. Okay. Uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio.
5: Which sit- field All right. Which set sitcom?
1: Uh, Growing pains.
5: He was on a very, very small amount. Yeah, I wouldn't say that he carried it. I don't know if that's good enough for him to actually be. He wasn't the yeah, he was star. Like the
3: last two seasons or whatever it
5: was. Yeah. Uh, and Sally Field. From Gidde. You know what? I think you, got, I think you may actually have a winner, female. Now, it was a little bit before our time, but I have to say, Sally yeah. Field probably counts. All right, John, very good job. Thank you, buddy. Now, that's something, though. That's going back at mm-hmm. a time, going to a Sally Field. Um, here's my other question for you, Dubs, about this, about going from sitcoms to movie stars. What is it that ends up screwing you? Not being able. When you think about all the big TV stars, think about it for a second. Friends, most popular television show. Seinfeld. Yeah. The two huge shows of uh, this early decade in the late '90s, biggest shows, two of the biggest shows ever. There's probably been one person. Out of those shows, the stars of those shows, out of the, I guess, 10 people, you would say.
6: Mm-hmm, the 10 big people that you
5: know by looking at them and know by name. Who was making that jump, and that is more than likely Jennifer Aniston, and I would even say that she's not really
9: a. a not list. yet.
6: Uh, she still hasn't really proved herself. She's always running, like, the second role on the uh, movie or anything. You know, she, you haven't seen her as, like, the main focal point in a movie yet.
5: She's making well, her way there. along came Pauly. How did that movie do? See, I, I don't know. That movie crashed. Spike and Lakeland. What do you got, buddy?
1: Uh, Martin Lawrence.
5: That was the other name we had thrown about, Martin Lawrence. Now oh, here, no. here, here's the Whoopi thing about Goldberg. all right, Whoopi Goldberg's another one. All right, hold on a second. Let's what what was Whoopi in? What sitcom? Was she in a sitcom? I don't know if she was in one. But let me, th- let me say this about Martin Lawrence, because we had thrown it out there. I loved Martin, the television show. Martin was great. It was, I was a huge fan of it, because I knew I wanted to be in radio way back then, so I thought it was cool that he was a DJ. And it, very, even, it wasn't even really about him being a DJ. but And that's another thing, too. That's one of the very few television shows about a DJ that's actually done well. Frasier. Oh, damn it, you got me on Frasier. WKRP was great. Yeah, but you know how did they, well too. You know how they always try to have these shows about DJs? I guess whenever they try to make them the shock jocks. Rock me baby didn't do well. At all. Ooh, <laughs> uh, what an abortion that was. Shock jock with a DJ. I uh, with a it, baby. That here's was the, the whole thing with that one. Here's the thing about Martin Lawrence, okay? Does he count as an A list movie star? Definitely. Name off his movies. You got Bad Boys, which is great uh was that carried by him or will smith uh, it doesn't matter it was he, was, he was equal in it okay um big blue, mama's house blue streak and see now you're taking away from him with the blue streak
10: i thought that was that's his funniest movie
5: is he a list dubs what was that movie was in with uh
6: tim robbins not tim robbins i think that was national blue security no not national security uh, You talking
10: about where he was playing the criminal he's yeah playing? that's blue streak is that Blue Streak? Um, I think so. With uh, Tim Robbins?
5: So. I, th- I think he's right.
10: And he's playing the thief and he dresses up as like that no, no, wasn't Blue, Pizza guy. Guy. Blue no, Streak. Blue Streak was isn't. the
5: one. Wa- yeah, you're right. That isn't Blue Streak. That's not Blue Streak. All right, people are yelling at their. Uh, well, which the, is that one then? Their TV's right, or their radio's right now about it. I don't know. Stop with the focus on that. Somebody I am it to us. Because now it's just driving me crazy that I don't know it. Somebody, please find it for me. Well,
6: if I had a computer, I'd be on the IMDb right now, but Chunks obviously isn't. And I uh, uh, hear a few on? of them are getting Luke thrown Wilson out. Wilson was in Blue Streak with him.
5: Here are a few of them that are getting thrown out on uh, Real Radio Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger. Goldie Hawn, Because she was on Laugh In. Again, sketch comedy, not a sitcom. Tim Allen.
6: I don't think the Santa Claus uh, propels you into, uh, no, A-list. Cause. cause he
5: did those other, that one crap space movie. Yeah. Uh, it was Attacks maybe? No, it was, uh, like Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. Galaxy Quest, yes. He did that one. Alright, along came Polly, made 87 million dollars. I think that counts her as an A-list or dubs. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. That's according to Matt Albert. Who is producing the show on like chunks. Chunks is off today. I don't, yeah, I don't know what's going on with him today. He did a great job yesterday at the live broadcast. I'll cut him a little slack, but all day today he's been horrible. Just uh, uh, the chunks of old. The radio bottom chunks as opposed to the executive producer chunks. It bums me out a little bit. But he did so well yesterday, I want to forgive. Lord There's Sham nothing God. Nothing to lose. In Orlando, you're in the hideout. That was it. Not, nothing, nothing to bad. lose. Go ahead, Lord Sham God. Hey,
1: I got a couple of them for you guys. How about um, Matthew Perry from Friends?
5: The longest
1: yard. Uh, he, he
5: wasn't in the longest yard. Matthew Perry wasn't in the longest yard. Was he,
1: yes, he was. Wasn't he with? Where,
5: where, oh, uh, I don't know if I got the name correct, but the one with him and Bruce Willis. Oh, the whole ten yard. the whole. The whole ten, ten, yeah, that did horribly. No, that don't. Well, they, they made a sequel to it. I don't think that counts. He was also in that one with Selma Hayek, and that didn't. Yeah. That's no goody. That's not a list stuff. As far hey, as.
1: How about, uh, how about a Suzanne Summers over in a uh, Three Company?
5: I don't think she's an A-list movie star. And I think we're even, I think we're forgetting what A-listers are. Yeah. Brad Pitt, uh, Angelina Jolie, uh, George Clooney, Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks, you know, these people. Nicole
6: Kidman. The the names that are, like, just so respected in Hollywood. So,
5: Kristen Ocala, what's yours? Yeah, um,
1: I have a suggestion. What about Queen Latifah from Living Single?
5: I loved Living Single. That was one of my favorite shows. I uh, here's what's odd, when you think about a couple of her movies, they've done really, really well. But is she the person like, oh, we gotta get Queen Latifah
6: for this movie? I think that's what the thing is. Do do people are people? Is she
5: going to auditions or are people trying to get her? Well, what are her movies for starters? Taxi. Uh, she she did the taxi thing, then that was just awful. But she did the In one
4: Chicago.
5: with uh Chicago. She did the thing with Steve Martin. That movie did really, really well. Even though it was bad, it did really, really well. But uh, was that because of Steve Martin? No, no, I don't think so. All right, you know what, Chris? Damn, Queen Latifah may be one that I may have to say yes to. All right, according to this, going back to uh, Helen Hunt, Mad About You came out in 92. Twister was in 96, but I think she was still doing Mad About You while she was doing Twister. And then she did it as good as it gets, but... I don't, I don't think she's really done anything else since then, has she?
10: But she was in a movie before Mad About You. She was in movies.
5: Okay, then no. Because she count. did that Project X with Matthew Broderick, which is like late 80s. All right, that doesn't count then. Ooh. All right, Chunks came up with a great one. A very good one. I'm not really even willing to give a prize for this one because I don't think anybody will come up with it. All right, 888 Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run through real fast, and I'm going to take the people we're on now, rapid fire, and then we'll come back, and I'll give out a prize if you can give if you can get, uh, guess the one that Chunks came out with. I'll even give a hint before we go to the break, too. Okay. Jason Orlando, real fast, who you got?
1: Courtney Cox from Friends, and not Damon did a show in the late 80s. Uh,
5: it doesn't count to me. Huh. courtney cox definitely not an a-lister not anymore She'd she barely finds work yeah she's she was on scream that's about it uh tom calling from his yeah. truck what do you got buddy
1: hey man uh i got ron howard i don't know if it goes way back when he was a little kid he was opie on the andy griffith show and then he was uh, uh richie on on uh, yep. uh happy days and but then he... he was an a-lister in the 70s with american graffiti and uh oh. true Grit with john wayne and
6: Oh, wow. You know what, dude? You know, I was thinking, uh, no, just because, uh, the directing uh, stuff. Directing stuff, but you know what? He was in
5: a lot of movies in the 70s. All right, you know what? You got a good one. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. All right, Fire. Maverick in Orlando. What do you got, dude? Um, oh, that's not Maverick. Maverick. You there, Maverick? Yeah, man. I'm here. What up, buddy?
1: What's up, man? Uh, I got a question and answer for you. Um,. First, it was nothing to lose that Martin Lawrence was in with Jim yes.
5: Robbins. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, thank you very much.
1: Um, second was mine was um, Zach Braff. He was in Chicken Little. He's on that show Scrubs. He did Garden
6: Garden State. Garden State. Here's and, the thing. Uh, I, my think, question was, I think he
5: has a chance to do it.
1: And my question was, uh, where did you guys get that chair last night?
5: Where did we get it? Wholesale furniture market. We got it from the wholesale furniture market over on 436. Yeah, you gotta go over there. I'm sure they have uh, something that will fit your fancy. All right, let's take a break and we'll come back. And I want to give. Right, I'm gonna give you a hint for the chunks one that we'll give out a prize on. Okay? Think small. Think small. Is that a good hint, chunks? Yeah, that's a that's a really good hint. All right, we'll take a break. Hey, from now on. All these guesses are for what Chunks came up with. All right, think small. That's the. Uh, Someone who went from a sitcom, carried the sitcom, to an A movie lister.
6: And you'll win a prize if you can guess it. And you win a prize. 407 916 1041, 888 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone.
5: We'll get that, and also the Hideout Headline Game Show next. It's Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, so Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, wrapping up the discussion. People who were the stars of their sitcom going on to be A-list movie stars. Chunks throughout a name on the instant messenger to me, Real Radio Hideout. And I'm going to give a prize to whoever can guess it. And the hint I gave was Think Short. I thought you said Think Small. And that's why I thought Small Wonder. You're right. I did say small. Damn it. Maybe I gave it away. Alana, ladies first in the hideout. What do you got, Alana and Orlando? Um,
1: I've got a few, I've got um, Christina Applegate.
5: Not a list movie.
2: Gary Coleman.
5: Not a list movie.
2: Well, I don't know if they're A-listers. I don't watch that many movies with them. Um, but just people who. The want reason
5: you
6: don't them. watch any main main movies with them is because they aren't A-list. They're not in them. Uh, <laughs>
2: um, and then uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, who have their own movie series.
5: Okay, now Mary-Kate and Ashley, no, but thank you. Uh, I would say they are cash
6: cows. Uh, they make a lot of movies, but it doesn't mean that you know everybody's trying. And kids' movies are a different story, too, because kids' movies make a lot of money anyway.
5: It's not that the stars are carrying them. Right. Scott Napopka, you're in the hideout. What do you got, dude?
1: I got uh, Mary Tyler Moore. She won the Oscar for uh, Ordinary People.
5: Mm-hmm. I think that Mary Tyler Moore is one that definitely, a uh, woman that Dubs and I didn't think about is the one necessarily uh, our time, but I think that's definitely one that I think you have to throw in there female-wise. Yeah. Good job, Scott. Thank you, buddy. Okay, thanks. All right. Think small. Charlie in Ocala. What do you got, Charlie? Oh, uh,
1: what about Martin Short?
5: All right, Martin Short. What sitcom was he on?
1: Oh, I don't know. You said
5: think small, so I was just trying to. Get it. <laughs> uh, no, actually, uh, that isn't it. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate it. Lee in Winterhaven, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Lee? I have
1: Haley Joel Osment. Okay, he was on a Jeff Foxworthy show that he did those <laughs> two big movies. All right, you know what? Here's the
5: thing about that. That's not the one that I was going for. But I would think Haley Joel Osment has the count. He was on a sitcom, and he is the A-list kid. Like, he is, him and Dakota Fanning are the two kids you have to have for your movie. That's not the one, so you don't win the prize, but that is a very good one, Lee.
1: What about Loretta Swit?
5: Uh, no. Let's go to Casey in Orlando. What do you got, Casey?
1: Uh, I was going to say uh, Danny DeVito, because he was in uh, Taxi and then uh, Batman Returns.
5: That's the winner right there. Danny DeVito is the one that Chunks typed over to me. You're a winner. Hold on, my friend, all right? Mm-hmm. Thank you, buddy. Good job. All
3: right, no Danny more calls. DeVito.
5: No more calls. We got it. Danny DeVito. Uh, taxi, absolutely. It was a great so great, great show. Twins. Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah. There's so many of these. Now, Dubs, here's what I ask you. Why were we stupid retarded on Saturday and we're trying to figure out names?
6: <laughs> All we could think was Tom Hanks. The
5: only name we came up with was Tom Hanks. I think because we were a little
6: bit more uh you know we we had a higher standard for the movies that they the the per- person had to be in you know looking for that true a lister yeah uh, the the person that you know i mean has a lot of heat in in hollywood the ones that uh that are you know they they don't have to worry about um you know going to auditions anymore people are you know trying to get them to come do their movie
5: and those are the they're bringing in, you know, more than five to ten million dollars when they're doing a gig. I mean, people who
6: have, uh, you know, this person in their mind while they're writing the script, instead of, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess Martin Lawrence would do good in this movie.
5: See, you know what? Martin Lawrence, the more I think about it, isn't an A-list person. No. Anytime you're looking for work, I think you're not A-list. I mean, Martin Lawrence was uh, on on the verge of suicide. Maybe he's got a good work ethic. No.
4: Yeah, just I think for a while he was there, but I think he started taking too many bad movies, which, and then went crazy, which lowered his...
6: I think there's a lot of these people that were right on the verge of it, and they fall short. Just like I think Zach Braff, he's on the verge of being coming, maybe one of these type people, but he's not there yet. It was Braff. Whatever.
4: Like, I think... I have a Christian
6: accent. Leave me alone.
4: (laughs) Like I think Chris Rock is sort of like Martin Lawrence. Where after they did their TV shows, they well, Martin Lawrence had more luck with Bad Boys and then they and Big Mama's House. But they both just not don't really they're not there yet. You for know some what? Reason. Chris Rock, I don't think is an A-list movie star. In he's
6: fact, an A-list com- comedian.
5: He's not an A-list movie star. The more you think about his com- his body of work movie-wise. In fact, that's what they keep saying about him. He keeps failing when it comes to movies. Yeah, he just can't pull off the movies. Comedian-wise, like being a comedian, though. He's the biggest comedian out there right now, and he still can't He's pull the Pharrell Owens of comedians. Yeah. By the way, you know who still has it. I was a little worried for a second. George Carlin still has it. Yeah. I thought his special the other night was great. Yeah, you know, well, he, you know. he started off a little slow. Well, but he always likes to do the whole word thing and just... I think it's more amazing that he just remember like yeah. can remember all that stuff. <laughs> that guy's a genius. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Samuel L. Jackson, a hey, lister? Yeah. I would give Samuel L. You don't think that he's done too many crap movies not to be? I think he's the good a- ones outweigh the bad
6: ones. Yeah, I think he's done so many good ones that uh, a lot of people would, you know, be trying to get Samuel L. onto their film instead of saying, oh, yeah, come on, read the read the lines and we'll see if you fit. You don't think Star Wars kind of takes all takes away from everything?
5: Nah, Star Wars doesn't take away.
6: No, because you have to be a fool to not be a part of Star Wars. I mean, it, even if it was a bad movie, it's still Star
5: Wars. All right, Destro insists, come on, House Party 1, 2, and 3, we're all A-list of black people including Martin Lawrence, you have to realize I am a black man, and I love those movies. House Party, one, the original, is one of the greatest movies ever. I smell, I smell, I smell. I forgot about that. That is such a great drop. We would never be able to use it here. Oh, that would be such a great drop to have for a radio show.
6: It would be a great drop for uh, last break when we were t- uh, or a couple of breaks ago when we were talking about the uh, lesbian uh, <laughs> lesbians having sex in the stall cheerleaders.
5: Yeah, I think uh, two was okay, three was awful. House party three, <laughs> that was that one was an abortion.
6: What, didn't they get to the point where they weren't even using kid and play anymore? It was house party with other people.
5: Yeah, yeah. All right, what's going on with Putin over there? All these phones are ringing, and you're just staring at them, waiting for them to drop off. Not why. If people are going to call the radio show, you're going to answer the phone and talk to them. You're not going to decide, hey, all the phones are ringing. It's overbearing. I can't do this. What? Too the ha- many lights can't handle. What the hell? Uh, that's the point of talk radio is to get the phones going. I don't know if you realize that. He's sitting there. They're all jammed. And he's just staring at him like, if I just stare at him, maybe they'll stop calling.
6: Or maybe he's trying to answer them with his mind. We were talking
5: about well, uh, at Star him. Wars. Look at him. He's going to pull his hair out. Phone screener going to pull his hair out because the phones are ringing. Here you, I'm going to make him blow up even more. Let's give out some prizes. It's time for the Hideout Headline Game Show. 407 916 1041 888 978 star 1041 in your singular wireless phone. Great prizes to give away, including a crime scene in- uh, investigation evidence bag featuring the CSI soundtrack, CSI game board, uh, board game, a 3D cap, magnifying glass, all this stuff, and you qualify for the grand prize, a trip for two to Las Vegas. With round-trip airfare, three nights hotel accommodations. Tune in to CSI Crime Scene Investigation Saturdays at 4 and 5, only on the WB. And uh, I actually, because I don't have cable, I watch Channel 18 all the time. And on Saturday afternoons, I'm uh, watching the CSI. So thank you to them for that. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's your chance to win in the hideout. Hideout Headline Game Show. Get uh, caught up on the day's news headlines and win prizes with the Hideout on Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1, 407 916 1041, 888 978 104. Star 1041 in your singular wireless phone. Time to give away some prizes, including the CSI prize pack. Also, a pair of tickets to see Fear Factory Soil Work and Strapping Young Lad at the House of Blues. On uh, tomorrow, or oh, is that tomorrow or a week from tomorrow? It's a week from tomorrow. Week Wednesday. from tomorrow, yeah. Wednesday to the 16th. More infos at uh, HOB.com. House of Blues, great venue. Uh, I saw a 10 years, band that I'm completely into right now over there. And the House of Blues hooked me up, of course. It was in the Loge. Very good stuff, so thank you to them for that. And among the other prizes that we have as well.
6: And so, the this, this Strapping Young Lad, that seems like a... Uh an interesting name for a band. That's all I'm going to say. Strapping young lad.
5: Is that uh, something about you and a Walmart and bathroom? No, his neighbor. Oh. Yeah. Hideout Headline Game Show right now.
8: All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. <laughs>
11: Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. Can you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Try open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. Here's the trick. Are you sheep falling asleep on your feet? Headlines Game Show. Oh, no, Headlines Game Show. No.
3: Game. No,
5: no. Yeah. no, no, no. Alright, here we go. Headlines game show. Sure you get five categories. World, national, local, sports, entertainment. True, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. Putin is your host. As usual, ladies first in the hideout. So we'll go to Tiffany in Winter Springs. You ready? Which category would you like, Tiffany.
2: I'll take entertainment.
5: All right, entertainment news with Putin.
11: Entertainment news tonight is multiple choice, ma'am. Which female actress began suing British tabloid papers on Monday for slander, re- for reporting that she is dangerously thin, has an and has an eating disorder? Was it A. Tara Reid, B. Scarlett Johansson, C. Keira Knightley, or D. Kate Hudson?
2: I'm gonna go with
11: Tara Reid. I'm sorry, you haven't a clue about the entertainment world. I right, hold on Read a second
5: it. before you say who it is. Was it um, Kate Hudson? Very good, Hefe. I don't think it's uh, eating
6: disorder. I think the cocaine has a little bit to do with it.
5: All right, alleged. You have no idea. That's mm. Kate Moss. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Kate <laughs> Moss, not Kate Hudson. Well, Kates are all the same in my book. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was J Dubs. J Dubs um, with Clear Channel. Um, <laughs> is this Gigi in Leesburg? Hi. Hey, what's going on? Which would you like, world, national, local, or sports? Oh,
3: world.
5: All right, here's world. No, oh, ouch. Yeah, world...
11: You, you seem excited. Here's world news with Putin. <laughs> Here we go. All right. World news is multiple choice tonight. How many of the defense lawyers in the Saddam Hussein trial have been assassinated so far? One, two, three, or four?
1: Oh, um, I think it was Two.
11: That is correct. You know what the hell is going on. Congratulations, right on.
5: Um, and I wonder what that's all about because he's had two of his defense lawyers kidnapped and killed, and I, I wonder who, who like, would be who would be behind that. Like, what's the benefit of that? Yeah. I don't really understand.
10: And how does the second guy end up as his lawyer? And then do they, you want that job? No. Yeah, do they draw right. straws and you have to take it?
6: I mean, that's like the leader of uh, a lot of those countries out there. They've always got a target on their head and uh, not a whole lot of protection. So uh, th- those jobs aren't as glamorous over there as they are in uh, America.
5: Again, ladies first in the hideout. Go to Nicole. Nicole, turn your radio down.
0: Oh, sorry. That's all right. All
5: right, here we go. You are left with national, local, or sports. Which one would you like?
2: Um, national. All
11: right, here's national news with Putin. National news is true and false tonight, or wait, no, true or false. True or false, yes. Uh, the IRS has threatened to revoke the tax exempt status of an LA church because a priest criticized President Bush and implied Jesus would not have voted for him during the recent, the past elections. Huh? <laughs> I didn't even. False. I'm sorry, that is absolutely uh... true. You haven't a clue about the world. And it's true, Jesus wouldn't have voted for him.
5: There's no way Jesus Christ would have voted for George W. Bush. And if you think that, you're a fool. I don't think he would have voted for Kerry. No. But I know for certain he wouldn't have voted for W. Nader.
6: Yeah, he would have been with the Green Party. Is is Nader even part of the
5: Green Party? No, he got kicked out, I think. All right, Heretics next up. Hardcore Paul, what's up, buddy? You ready to play? Yeah, man. All right, here we go. You are uh, local or sports. Which one would you like?
0: Uh, Let's hook it up with local.
5: All right, local news of Putin.
11: Local news is true and false, sir. True or false. True or false. That's right. A local report finds the number of concealed weapons permits in Central Florida totaled just a little under 10,000. True or false, Hardcore Paul? Uh,
3: That'd
5: be
9: false.
11: That is correct, sir. You know what the hell is going on. All right,
5: I heard this on the Shannon Burke Show this afternoon. It's just about 400,000, isn't it? No, 55,000. What? I thought I heard in the book show today, 400,000. About 400,000, uh, in uh, in Florida, overall. Central Florida. Ah,
11: Central Florida.
5: Well, that's where I was mistaken then. I do apologize. Um, all right, let's wrap it up. Who's been on hold the longest? All right, Ed in Orlando's been hanging for tight for a while. Ed, Ed. you ready to yeah. play, Ed? Yeah. All right, you know your sports because that's what you're stuck with.
1: That's my only choice, I guess.
5: All right, buddy. Here's uh, here's sports.
11: All right. All right, sir. I hope you can fill in the blank for this question: Which major league pitcher was arrested in Venezuela and charged with attempted murder?
5: Oh, that's a tough one because that's even a tough name to say.
11: <laughs> no multiple choice, huh?
5: You know what? I'm gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna give you multiple choice. So you, what if he just names the team? All right, can you name the team then of uh, who it happened for? Hmm. I think the team's a fair thing. All right, i tell you what, I'll give you multiple choice for the team. Okay. Was it... I got it over here. Was it the uh, Marlins, the Mets, the Phillies, or the Angels? Phillies. You are correct, sir. It was Ugeth Urbina, and there was no way you were getting <laughs> that one, Ed. I wanted you to be a winner. Hang tight, buddy, all right?
8: All right. Hey,
5: what's the story behind Urbina and that?
11: Do you have it? Yeah, most of it. Um... It- it's pretty self-explanatory. He got arrested uh, at 1.30 a.m. New York time at his house in Caracas, and uh, he is can't charged
0: can't
11: w- w- <laughs> That's right, uh, near there, but a little bit away. Uh, he was charged with uh, attempted murder because eight workers on his farm uh, claimed that he attacked them with blunt objects and set some of them on fire. No, he just wanted to play baseball with them. Yes.
5: Yeah, he was looking for a whole team. It was him plus eight.
11: Well, apparently he thinks they stole a gun, and so he beat them and tried to set them on fire. Allegedly.
5: <laughs> if I recall correctly, Uga Therbini was the same guy that had his family kidnapped um, when they were like in Central America or something. Oh wow! A, I think he was playing for the Tigers at the time yeah, too. Yeah, yeah,
6: I remember that story. I didn't know
5: who the guy was or remember that name. All right, are these connected? I need the hideout news department on that, yeah. so... Investigative team. Sir Gary and Putin <laughs> will be all over the story. And well, they'll, they'll be in t- talking into cups of strings, <laughs> uh, trying to uh, figure it all out. Probably just staring at the wall, having uh, asking Nick questions. And we'll never have the answer more than likely. Oh, you give me the cold shoulder, you see? Yeah.
3: Hmm. No! All
5: right, let's take a break and come back, Dubs. Yeah. Um, You know what? We're going to come back with the uh, Hideout Junior Producer segment, the Hideout for you, by you. If you go to realradio.fm, you see a whole thing up there about, uh, well, setting the agenda for the show.
3: Yeah,
6: kind of your uh, way to get involved. uh, Something you want to talk about, you email Producer at realradio.fm, and you can uh, kind of give a little... uh thing of what you want us to bring up on the hideout. It can be a website, it can be a news story, it can be a thing in your life.
5: A personal story. It's a hideout for you, by you. Again, hideout junior producer at realradio.fm. And we'll come back with that next in the, in the hideout. Uh, involves the media and maybe some biases. Real Radio
0: 104.1. Unbeknownst to the public at the time, however, was that two agencies in the administration, the State Department's Bureau of Intelligence and Research and the Department of Energy, concluded the aluminum tubes were the wrong specification for nuclear materials. Agency officials, under orders not to talk publicly, thought the tubes were intended to be Iraqi artillery rockets, not nukes. In early January 2003, the International Atomic Energy Agency reported, quote, while it would be possible to modify such tubes for the manufacturer's centrifuges, they are not directly suitable for it. The Bush administration dismissed the IAEA report, and in the President's State of the Union, the ultimate platform for the administration to sell the idea that Saddam was a nuclear
1: threat. The British government has learned that Saddam Hussein recently sought significant quantities of uranium from Africa. Our intelligence sources tell us that he has attempted to purchase high-strength aluminum tubes suitable for nuclear weapons production
0: the first sentence was retracted six months later following criticism from ambassador Joe Wilson and that led in turn to White House actions against Wilson and a CIA wife that evolved into a criminal investigation into White House leaks but the investigation was not in time to stop White House operatives from executing what had already been a masterful and successful marketing of what State Department official Richard Haas called at the time a war of choice I'm David Schuster for Hardball In Washington. The following topic was submitted by a listener through the Hideout section of RealRadio.fm. As a result, this listener has been given the title of Hideout Junior Producer. While the Hideout has been given the title of laziest talk show ever, this is for you by you.
8: Thanks! I didn't realize that was
5: getting thrown in there. (laughs) Alright, so we're exposed. And we're just gonna admit it. By the way, you've got to check this band out. Ten years. Very good stuff. Uh, it's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. All right, I got this one from uh, Sam, who sends me stuff all the time. He loves the show, but he doesn't necessarily agree with our politics. In fact, he doesn't at all. <laughs> the exact polar opposite. Yeah, but he still digs the
6: show. And that's the thing. You know, you can have a different opinion
5: than we have in the Hideout, and uh, we'll still love you. Now, this is basically, and this is something that I saw on Yahoo, too. And he says he saw this on the uh, CNN headline page. Today's elections, because there were elections um, around the country, may election may reflect GOP struggles. Whereas FoxNews.com has the headline State of Emergency, and it's talking about France, and that's actually an important news event. There isn't any indication of wrong or no good or bad or the other. It's just facts. So basically stating that Fox News isn't slanting anything, <laughs> and CNN and Yahoo and these others are slanting things, J-Dubs, with a headline like, election may reflect GOP struggles. Now here's the question that I even posed because I've had an email exchange all day with Sam. I think even if you're in the grand old party... You would be able to admit that right now your party is going through some struggles.
6: Uh, wouldn't you with... I the... mean, uh, anybody who uh, isn't saying that there isn't problems with the party right now and they are in some serious trouble with uh, a lot of the legal things that are going on is absolutely lying and absolutely just trying to cover up anything. Because here's the thing. And you cannot believe anybody who would say that they... Oh, nothing's wrong. Because here's what you got.
5: Like, in the three... Branches of the uh, three different parts of government, all right? You have the White House mm-hmm. under investigation leaking the name of a CIA agent, okay? Treason. You have Bill Frist, the Senate Majority Leader, I believe, mm-hmm. who is also under investigation for a couple of misdoings. Then you have in the House... Uh, they believe he was the former leader, uh, Tom Delay, under investigation. And uh, I, last week, actually, Delay got the uh, judge kicked
6: off of uh, that that uh, his um, case, that case for political bias.
5: So I would think you would be able to admit, if you're in the Grand Old Party, that your biggest names are in trouble right now. Your yeah, your top dogs aren't doing too well.
6: There's a there's a lot of uh, and, and okay I'll I'll give you maybe you know one or two things can be you know maybe uh, wrong and you you guys didn't do it but when all the stuff's coming out about all your top guys
5: there's something really bad happening up that high on the uh, on the ladder. So with that being said, do you think this was a biased headline because it was on the majority? I think I think it was phrased this way today's elections, test GOP struggles will be a benchmark on how the GOP will do and the Republican Party will do. I think it was that way everywhere but Fox News. Does that that mean
6: that there is a bias on Fox News where they don't want that story on the front, they want to bury it, or is that a bias on the other other, uh, news sites that uh, find that to be the biggest news story nationally and uh, want to... uh, you know, show that because a lot of these things that have been going on with the party have uh, been out there and open but have been really ignored by the news outlets. And now that everything's happened all at once, the major news outlets are taking, uh, you know, uh, looking at it and uh, saying, okay, this is what we want to talk about and putting it out there because it
5: is the big thing going on right now. By the way, speaking of the major races, the two big ones are the, um, for governor. In Virginia, looks like the Democrat is going to win there, J-Dubs, by a 50 to 47%. Ooh, that's a mandate. So, <laughs> that's what's so funny. That's, He's got political <laughs> capital. <laughs> it's laughable. And then the other one, I didn't know, because I haven't kept up with either one of these. And then in New Jersey, it also appears uh, the Democrat is going to win there as well. New Jersey to me no is a gay some... one? No, not a gay uh. one this time. Not one that's going to come out and say, uh, hello? That he's a gay American. Mo. So are you beginning to wonder if the tide has turned? Because you saw it happen with the Democrats in the 90s, the tide turned. Is it happening to the Republicans? And this just always happens. Whoever's in power abuses it. It doesn't matter if it's, uh, if you're like the head of the fry cooks. At Mickey D's, if you have a little power, you're going to abuse it. You're going to take one of those fries and uh, eat them. You know? And I just think that's what's going on right now. And for you not to admit that that's going on... Now, I will say this, and Sam and I got into this discussion. And I actually got into this discussion while playing baseball with my buddies on Sunday. That it really sucks to me that there's no real news out there anymore. Because you really can't trust... Anything anymore that you're reading, and you're seeing that it doesn't have some sort of a slant. Maybe I was blind to it when I was growing up, and I trusted like oh. CBS and NBC and ABC and like the five thirty, six o'clock news. You know what I mean?
6: Uh and those news sources tend to be left leaning, some of them. You know, some of those uh, the ones on the uh, on the uh, like the public airwaves. Right. But uh, I would say that uh. You know, the, the CNNs and the uh, MSNBCs, at one point, they were trying to keep it on the up and up. But since Fox News came around, and you cannot say Fox News is not right-leaning, it kind of uh, made uh, everybody else do the same thing they were doing, but the exact opposite.
5: So Alex PCS says, screw political disagreements. I disagree with Mexicans on the radio, but I still listen.
6: I do, too. Uh, I, I disagree with Mexicans on the radio. No, that's why on The Hideout, I can guarantee you, you'll never hear a Mexican on the air, airwaves.
5: I'm Mexican. What? I'm Mexican, dude. You know that. You've known that forever. I, El Jefe, the boss, the chief. I just thought you were being silly. I didn't think you
6: were actually Mexican. I thought you no, were running a bit. I'm no, I'm, it's like, not hey, a bit. <laughs> hey, he's saying he's Mexican. Everybody laugh. <laughs> what's <is, laughs> what's so funny about it? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even funny. There's nothing funny there. I thought you were running a bit, and I was just going along with it the whole time
5: the hell how many times do we have to go through this i'm cuban not mexican no that's not true (laughs) and i'm gonna punch whoever made me say that all right you know what mad matt mateo hideout heretic and also i guess now employee of clear channel officially today signed the paperwork tells us we got to watch out foxed been there done that Mm -hmm. absolutely seen it all right they're showing it in his uh radio television classes Calling Fox one of the biggest pieces of crap in the media. Wow. Throwing that in
6: a class that's supposed to teach about radio and television. I don't know about that. I don't know if... Uh... No.
5: You know what, though? I, look, here's, here's my point. I took journalism classes in mm-hmm. school. You know, when I was at Texas Tech University, I was actually going to major in journalism. But it was going to take way too long. I'd actually have to stay there for four or five years. So I went to some easy telecommunications. I got out in three... But the whole point about that journalism was to be objective, to be unbiased. That was, they like, they beat that into our head. This is what a journalist is. You aren't a uh, news and comments, you're the news. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with both Fox and CNN, and I genuinely mean this, and maybe you agree with me, 407-916-1041. At certain points they do news. They're, they're giving new stories. Yes, they're giving you information. But then they go on and they comment on it. And I think that's the biggest problem. Bill O'Reilly is not a newsman. He's a commentator.
6: That's like saying uh, the shows here are news shows. It's not true. We, uh, we throw out a news
5: story. We'll talk about it and uh, give you our takes on it. So I don't want to hear that Fox News is a news channel. Just because it says it's the Fox News channel doesn't mean that it is. No matter how many times they say it.
6: No matter how many how many times they say fair and balanced. It ain't true. And if you have to say fair and balanced, that means that you're giving both sides of an opinion and ceases to be news
5: because you're commenting on it. And, and I'll say this, too. It's the same thing about CNN. Like, the whole problem that CNN has is that, that situation room. Mm-hmm. The situation room with Wolf, Blit, Wolf Blitzer in the afternoon. That is news with comments. Wolf Blitzer is not a newsman. Maybe at one point he was. He's not anymore. Either is that Jack Cafferty. He's so amazingly a liberal Democrat. And I like him, by the way. But that's me. I'm open and I'm willing to say it. But all these people that watch Fox
6: News, just because they like it, they have to say, "Oh no, this is all the news.
5: This ain't this there's there's no uh, spin being put on it." Here's the one. Here's the one that I say. Like the only thing that maybe is true news, maybe is like CNN headline news where it's basically 30 minutes you get the news stories then you get some sports stories entertainment stories and then yeah, they it, never comment on then it then it starts over again in the next 30 minutes maybe that's the only real news that's left something like a headline news
6: in that's the thing they never comment on it they uh, will rarely you know uh, ask people's opinions like even professional people's opinions on
5: stuff because it's not a comment show But don't fool yourself, though. Fox News, CNN, they're not news sources. They're news and comment sources. Marty in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, buddy?
0: Hey, happy. Hey, Doug. Yo. Uh, I just wanted to
1: point out that even like you said in school, they, they want to beat objectivity into you.
3: Mm-hmm. It
1: doesn't matter if it's left or right. If they can't do it in a 30-second soundbite, it doesn't matter how objective that soundbite is. You're not you're still not getting the whole story.
5: And you know what, Marty? That is a, a perfect point, And that's why a lot of people say, hey, newspapers, go read, go read, go get the whole story, go get it from the news as opposed to even radio and television. Great point, Marty. Thank you, buddy.
6: And uh, also... Uh even when you're reading a, and th- this is where people have to uh, just really look at things. When you're reading a newspaper, you know the whoever's writing it usually has some kind of spin on it, unless they're just giving out pure facts. Once they start, you know, or, or it, like uh, there's different New York papers that you know you're either getting a right or a left. And you, you look at it, you read it, and uh, you know what you're getting. That's what, that's basically what you got to do. You have to...
5: Know your source and know what you're getting out of that source. It just bums me. There's no real news anymore. Tony and Deland here in the hideout. What do you got, Tony?
1: Hey, what's going on, guys? What you got, Duke? Uh, listen, I'm just saying it doesn't matter if it's Fox or if it's CNN. The news is all about trying to sell a spot to an advertiser. Mm-hmm.
5: Man, so the is news, this business.
1: The news, it, it doesn't matter what the story is today. Uh, a boy got stuck in the sewer. Uh, where a hurricane's coming it it doesn't matter what the story is if if they think that somebody's going to tune in again to the same news channel when they turn the tv back on later that's
3: what they're going to print and
6: And when you and when you look at like uh these news channels and everything you totally know it's about ratings and uh selling spots and everything because the big scary graphics the scary music all the time they're, they're
5: trying to get you scared into watching. watching. Fear leads to consumption. And that's the thing, too. Right now you're in sweeps time for the TV station, so that's why you're seeing all the reports about what's in the bay and trash bags and being dumped by the Coast Guard and you know this, that, and the other, all the concealed gun stuff. Have you walked through poo today? We'll answer it tonight. Tune in at 11. It's all about poo. And you. You. Who's looking out for your poo? We are. Poo coverage you can count on. And that's the other thing, too, real fast about the news. These local stations, that's where they make all their money is on news. Because they own all of that time to sell. Yeah, that's their time. Otherwise... The rest of it's uh, network time. Prime time, that's network time. They only get... get,
6: Yeah, they get very few uh, local spots.
5: Yeah, they only have a few minutes to sell on that. But in the news, they're selling everything. That's where they make the cash. that's where they have to succeed. And Matt Albert says, on uh, Fox News, they have two people discussing a subject. They'll get a professor to represent the Republican side and an organ grinder monkey to represent the Democrats. Again, you just got to realize and know what you're watching. I like that. That was pretty fun. Brought up. Hideout Junior Producers. A good little discussion. Uh, Again, more stuff at Producer at realradio.fm.
6: Send us us news stories. Send us uh, just... uh, Thoughts that maybe run through your head, uh, websites, uh, just anything personal, and we'll see if we can get it on here in the hideout. Someone is
5: waiting to kill you in the next room. Where? Stay tuned, and I'll tell you where I next. I chunks in the hideout. Mm-hmm. Radio 104.1.
9: And how his life is without you. Because what you can do is when you meet someone, you become razzle-dazzled, and they can mimic you. Like you can say, oh, I've got two kids. I love kids. Oh, I've got 26 animals. I love animals. Oh, I'm very spiritual. I'm spiritual. (laughs) Well, what I realize that I need to do is, like, investigate. Okay? So what I'm doing now is I'm looking at their life. Do they have a big life? Are they generous? Are they spiritual? Do they have kids? Yeah. Do they do they have animals themselves? Are there dogs in it? Well, you yeah. Do have they have dogs? Because if you love the dogs, you got dogs. If you That's love your... kids, you got some kids. If you love if you're over 45 and you've never been married, you're a perv.
5: Curse <laughs> the alley on Oprah. It's the hideout of Radio 104.1. Again, more audio from us. right to talk over it. This is
6: her interacting actually with. Uh, it's Oprah, and here's the crowd
5: bunch of fat girls sitting around. I don't know though there's something about that Oprah. I've been watching it a lot lately. I don't know why. I know, I'll
6: watch Oprah every once in a while, and I'll even throw Dr. Phil in there every once in a while.
5: You know, I wanted to comment on that for a second, but Tommy came back with uh, the Black Eyed Peas, and he just found out that one of his friends, in fact, Tommy was in a band, and his ex-drummer is now one of the dancers for the Black Eyed Peas.
3: Mo. Mo.
4: Not quite. (laughs) He actually, even back then, he always had all these women around him. It was disgusting. I've seen gay people with women all around him. No, trust me. He was, like, dating, like, I-, I didn't really like her. I didn't think she was that hot because she-, she was, like, a Washington Redskins cheerleader. And then, like, all these other, like, he had this one girl that I can still remember what she looks like to this day. She was so hot.
5: What, uh, in fact, you sent me a picture earlier of him with Fergie, right?
6: Yeah. Oh, oh so you got some uh, actual proof of this now. Yeah. Because then- yesterday you were a little,
4: uh, you didn't know, you just heard, and, uh, you are going to look into it. Yeah, and then there's pictures on his MySpace thing about him. Uh, he's, like, at the studio with the Black Eyed Peas, and then there's a picture of him with Usher and the Neptunes wow. or something. I don't know who uh, do, you, do you really Send know Send him this?
5: pictures of you with us. <laughs> Impress him right back. You, yeah. <laughs> you with misfit Matt and Lester Big Hands.
6: Check this out.
5: Look where I am now. You uh, <laughs> sit next to Putin in the talk and roll controls in that studio. Putin's ready to put a gun in his mouth for some reason. <laughs> who
4: cares about Fergie? I'm here with Putin. Suicidal Putin.
5: I'm sure. I'm sure that home life is so awful he's ready to do himself in. So are you jealous that you've seen a guy who was in your band now
4: go now go on to travel the world and hang out with the Black Eyed Peas? Um, for some reason, no. I guess I kind of always expected it from him. He's you one know, of those people that he does work real hard, but he makes it look so easy that it just seems like things come to him easy. Mm-hmm. But he does put a lot of work in. He always has. He looks like the Asian you. I don't know if you
5: noticed it, but you sent me the picture. He looks like the Asian you. (laughs) Hmm. Did you see the picture, uh, Putin? No. Oh, okay. Because I I thought you were laughing because it was it rang true. But I said that didn't bum you out a little bit that a guy you used to work with is doing really
4: really well? I thought you said Asian. No.
8: Mm.
4: Not racist like
8: you. (laughs) No,
4: it's 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 fine as long as he gives me some money. Uh, you know,
5: no, can he at least book Fergie? Can we talk to Fergie at some
4: point? I have to find his can phone we bang number. bang Fergie? I have to find his phone number first. Do you think he has? Knowing him, I wouldn't doubt it. Really? Yeah, knowing him. He's that smooth, huh? Send me that picture again. I don't know if he shaves or not.
5: That's not what I'm asking. He's Asian. <laughs> Naturally smooth. Why is it Asians have no hair? <laughs> and that's like so. Like I am just, I'm a furry beast. And it just seems so unfair that Asians not only have no hair, but then they have nice straight hair, too. You
6: would think that uh, Asians would be the best swimmers in the world being hairless, too, because American swimmers and everything, they shave their bodies uh, just to be better swimmers. And uh, you think uh, Asians would be naturally the best swimmers in the world because they're hairless
5: already. They're already built for it. The more I think about it, the more I want to be Asian. Hairless, (laughs) slimmer, good at math. Now come on. Nice straight hair. It was the last time you really saw an Asian with curly hair. All right, look at this dude. Dude, you don't want to be an Asian. Look at Fergie with his arm around him. And tell me that isn't the Asian Tommy. <laughs> and look at that, too. Yeah, dude, he, your friend's hot. He's so close to her, he could probably
6: smell her armpit. Look now, a, if uh, Fergie had a hairy armpit, would you look it?
1: Come on, man!
6: I'm I know, a- you I know you have uh ar- armpit thing where you don't like uh any hair, or even stubble. But I think she grew it out a good, uh, eight months of growth, and you just had to give it a good lick. Are you gonna make me throw
5: up? I'm not kidding. That is the grossest thing that I've ever heard. I would do it.
6: No.
3: Me too.
5: Way. Oh, there's nothing worse than underarm I'd chew hair. It. I'd bite it and just pull. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> I even hate my own.
6: Leg hair. I, I'd, I'd be so close to her lovely lady lumps that you I wouldn't mind.
5: I, you know what? You're sending me all these pictures of your buddy, uh, former drummer, hanging out with all the people from the Black Eyed
4: Peas, and I hate him because he looks like he's living a life. That's the life I want to live. Do you know who the Neptunes are? Oh, yeah. Yeah, here's a picture of him with them. They're huge. Is so he hanging out with, the, like, Pharrell they're, they're and hope- all those guys?
5: Or Farnell or whatever his name is?
6: Ferret, whatever.
5: You would really do that to Fergie? Oh
6: yeah. It's so awful. I'd actually pick him out
5: and floss my teeth with him. Hmm. All right, Matt, out. You're such an ass, Matt. Because of me saying that I want to be Asian, he goes, "Would you really want to look like you're about to sneeze all the time?" <laughs> what the hell is
6: that? <laughs> Well, you thought you had the bird flu, so.
9: <laughs>
6: What's
5: wrong with him? All right, there he is with Usher. All right, that's just, I hate, yeah, I hate this guy. Book him. I want to talk to him and yell at him. And then he's, meanwhile, he's going to be sitting there with Fergie in the same, just laughing. Look at these guys. I'm sure he can make more money than he can, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Travis and O'Callie, are in the hideout. We got Travis.
1: Hey, man, I was just wondering, uh, you guys are saying something about uh, wishing you were Asian. Uh, When's the last time you heard of an Asian packing? You know, you've never seen any Asian porn star guys.
6: Now, there was that one Asian guy in that gay porno.
5: Here's the thing. He he wasn't doing that bad for himself. Here's the thing. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not packing. So I'm not packing, and I'm uh, heavier, and I'm hairy, and I have curly hair. You kind of look Asian, though. I would rather be not packing slender, uh not be a fur ball and have long hair. You rarely see an Asian who's bald and when you do, they're like some sort of karate master. And they're always wise. Right. They always have some
6: kind of, you know, way to wrap up everything into one nice little, little tiny bow, usually right out of a cookie.
4: And there's some like thirty pound guy that like beats up
6: twelve like huge guys. Oh yeah. And by the way, speaking of bald... Jumping up and kicking 20 people at one time.
5: Dubs and I are both bald right now, like shaving our heads. Yeah, I had, it, I had to
6: shave my head for a bet, and uh, El Hefe he uh, shaves his head no matter what. So, we're both here, completely right to the skin bald. It looks stupid. We look creepy. I
5: know, just two bald dudes doing a show. You just think Very about it, it's no wonder we're not getting offered billboards. They're not going to put us up anywhere, scare people off. Look at us. Would you put us on anything? No. I've never understood that. Like if we ever do, maybe one day get a billboard, which is laughable because we can't even get a sign in here. We have to make <laughs> yeah. our own. we have to make our own sign. Good it, point. It's so sad. They have these. Uh, they probably think that's the real one. Yeah, they have these styrofoam cutouts that are badass with everybody's logo: the Monsters, the Burke Show, the Phillips file. Ours is handmade by a listener.
6: Actually, they uh, have uh, a sign coming in, and I don't know why it says but it says temporary. <laughs> and I'm not very excited about that. Coming soon. Something good.
5: This space available. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Yeah, because I hear other shows talking about their billboards and like what they're going to get put on it. <laughs> and we're just like... I can't
6: even order a sandwich and wonder what I'm going to put on it because I don't have enough money. <laughs> if I order a sandwich, it has to be plain because I don't want to pay for the condiments, even though they're free.
5: And then other ones with like bumper stickers... <laughs> And there's and we, we have to we have to come <laughs> I mean, in. I'm just <laughs> looking up at that wall of uh, it says the Phillips File Monsters Shannon
6: Burke Show and uh,
5: Giant Brian
6: came in and made a uh, a the Hideout sign out of
5: cardboard and white styrofoam. All right, can we get a picture of that for the website? It
8: looks like it's starting to droop too. Doesn't it right above the H? Uh, Still the like, show, don't worry. Like the H is too heavy and it's pulling the uh, the paper down. You're the H. That's you, Chunks.
7: <laughs> oh
8: boy,
5: we'll go sit out on a billboard if we can get one. Like literally, it'll be us up there. We'll be up there. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. It's a hideout. Real Radio One Hundred Four Point
3: One. Come on. Come on. It's
5: a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming down the home stretch on a Tuesday night. Hop on in. It's your four, chance.
6: 407-916-1041, 1041 and Star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone.
5: Smack Daddy in the Hideout. What's up, dude?
1: Hey, how you going tonight?
5: All right, man. Hey, I
1: just heard y'all talking about that. Y'all getting a billboard or something <laughs> <like that. laughs> Not, Not us. us. Yeah. Hey, how about uh, if you could get a billboard? Do a hideout show from it mean, at nighttime with spotlights and, uh, and searchlights on you guys and do it for some kind of cause and, you know, and swear you won't come down for whenever. We
5: can do, we could do one of those radio bits of, uh, we're not- I ain't coming down until I get my name on this billboard. <laughs> I like that. Thank you, Smack Daddy. Pull so one of run those things. gimmicks.
6: Yeah. yeah. Run, run one of those, uh, morning zoo things. Yeah. I'm just going to start playing stuff on my iPod and call it Jack. One of
5: those great radio ideas. Oh, man. And here's the bad thing, too. As much as, like, I think part of our problem, Dubs, you and I, is that we don't beat our chest enough.
6: No, we aren't We aren't the types to uh, be on the air, uh, talking in a microphone about us, and we're so great, you know? You're listening to such a great show.
5: love us like even on the website i don't like there's no need to have a whole bunch of pictures of us it's not why no
6: if there's a picture of us or anything it's for a point of uh hey uh we did this in the studio if you wanted to take a look at it you know kind of get a visual for it
5: here it is maybe that's a problem though maybe you got to be more uh egotistical like more self aggrandizing or something i don't know is that what you do
6: I guess, you know, I guess we need our faces right on the front of everything. and These faces? I guess. I, I mean, okay. radio people are so damn ugly anyway, and for some reason they put their face on everything,
5: and uh, it sells. You've got mail. It's just, it's such a thing of, hey, love me. It's not enough that, you know, we're on the radio, and you have to hear us. Now you want to look at us, too? Yeah, let's, uh, put, a, let's put our faces on a, uh, on a billboard and just right above it, Daddy did it. And that's why we're here. That is true. Every single one of us in this business, it's, uh, please, please love me, Daddy. Here, please notice me, Daddy. That's what I'm doing it. I don't know about you. God, have you ever heard of my wife? Of course it's why. That's so true. Some reason why I love the Lions still. You think if you love your Lions, then your Daddy will love you? Exactly. Maybe me too with my Mavs. Because it gives my, me and my dad something, something to, to talk, talk about. about. Exactly. Jesus, we're messed up people. Mm-hmm. I almost I almost dropped the F-bomb. Because that's appropriate. You've got mail. I'm not interested. Delete. Every time with the memos. <laughs> oh, so get this. Because we're not usually a show to, to bitch about what's going on. Mm-hmm. But we need help. So we got snack time on Thursday. Yeah, this Thursday we have not even thought about it yet. We do something here at the Clear Channel Compound, which I'm not going to lie to you. is good for morale. It's one of those morale boosters where everybody gets together in the third floor conference room. And, you know, you have some food. You have some beverages. It's a good, you know, hanging out time, you know, which I'm all for. To be perfect, I, I think it's cool to, cool to get to know other people from the building. I like it. The problem is that you're responsible for feeding 200 employees in the Clear Channel compound, and like whole departments get to get together and do this. We, as a show, have to do snack time and feed. I don't know how many people work at this place. I wish I could tell you, and you know, and again, I don't want to bitch too much. I was worried about buying food at 7-Eleven before coming into the show. Like feeding myself, and you and I are going to New York this weekend, and I can't even afford it. Yeah, we have no money. That's more of a, like a business thing, for you to pay off a bet with Fez Watley from the Ron and Fez show on the tattoo bet mm-hmm. on XM. We need a business to cater the hideout snack time.
6: Yeah, if you want to cater the hideout snack time, we'll mention it on the air, your business and uh, you know what you're bringing in for... Uh the rest of the Clear Channel group, uh, give us a call up here. Because we can't afford it. How about this? We call it the smorgasbord for a billboard. And uh, maybe we can start pushing it that way. So maybe we can have our ugly faces up there
5: in the lights. I don't want to do that. There are so many people who are good at the promotion thing, like getting themselves out there. I mean, like really good at it. And I don't know if we are. I don't think we are. Why is that? Because we what have are, no we have what? no want for uh the, is that, the regular radio bs. Is that what we're lacking? Because it's the hideout road radio 104.1. You think that's genuinely what it is? I think it's part of it. I think it's part of uh maybe
6: people like that. Maybe people like when they see two douchebags smiling on on a on a board and the two douchebags being me and you. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'd like that. The cheesy poses? Yeah. Or we're angry for some reason. We're going to be looking at you growling. And you're going to like it. You're going to like our show because we're mean. We're in your face. We are edgy.
5: All right, Matt Albert says shut the hell up and dig into the show's budget. (laughs) Let me get into the show's budget.
3: Let me see. Let me dig in here. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Oh, there it is. There's the show's budget. Here's snack time money.
8: <laughs> Everybody gets bubble gum. Uh, come on, quit bitching. I got money. What do you got over there? 25 more cents. All right. We get Bazooka Joe for
5: your show. I'm going to go down to Tijuana and get some uh, chiclets from a uh, from a poor little Mexican girl. Bring her back. No, I'm not going to
6: bring her back. <laughs> bring one... back at least uh, some bacon in.
4: You could sell her and get some money. Yeah. Alright, four oh seven. Or maybe she's snack time.
5: <laughs> what the hell? Chili. Oh. Cannibalism, okay. Alright, people, yeah. people are <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. People are lining up to help us out, J Dubs, for snack time, uh bailing us out of a bind. Really coming through.
3: <laughs>
5: I went to the wrong one, sorry.
3: Uh- Hold on, here's one. Oh, I
8: got that right one here. Oh boy. All right, so uh, we're screwed. <laughs>
3: so I'm gum and serious. water,
6: it is. You know what? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna throw my elbow into the the uh, snack machine up here and just lay out a big bunch of candy bars for everybody. Hey, <laughs>
5: you enjoy. How funny would this? How funny would that be? Is if we literally got the snack machine and took it down into the third floor conference <laughs> room. <laughs> Here's your snack time
3: Enjoy how about,
5: how about this Bring your quarters to snack time today how about, we get a, how about we get a family pack of Skittles and no one gets seconds You get one Everybody gets one Skittle You don't even get Skittles, you get Skittle
6: we just play that
5: Skittle song
6: That whatever rap song that was Everybody's walking through and just grabbing their one Skittle
8: Enjoy Oh, it's hilarious.
5: And and let me ask you, do these morale builders, do they help? Well, it's really helping us. I'll tell you what. (laughs) Look at you.
6: (laughs) Well, the thing is, you know, it it helps
5: until it's your turn. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, son of a bitch. I can't even feed my dog this month. I'm going to feed you animals. Ooh, dog food. (laughs) (laughs) Just bring in a bunch of alpo. Line it up, Are you too good for your alpo do you th- how what do you think about that, dubs like seriously, where we bring something in and it's just like the saddest snack time ever, but we're there, but we're there with like a party face, and like this is great, come on, we have like the carnival music, but literally it's like cups of Styrofoam water and uh and coffee. I got it. I got the idea. And some breath mints. I got the idea. The idea of all
6: ideas. The hideout snack time presents never food, where it's (laughs) (laughs) it's just like the movie Hook. If you imagine you're eating something good, wow, you'll be thinking it's delicious. Use your mind, Peter.
5: Jim from, uh, Pepperidge Farms here in the Hideout of oh, Radio.
1: Hey, hey guys, we'd be, uh, me and my partner here would be willing to, uh, cater
4: your snack time there.
5: Oh, really? Who's yeah, your, who's we'll, your partner?
4: We'll, uh, we can have like 300, we can feed like 300 people with like food and, and beverages. What? Uh, here, let me just, uh, let me put you on with my partner real quick.
3: Okay. What the
0: hell, Pepperidge? I can feed
3: you all your own ankles.
0: No,
5: that's You're not- eat your
3: ankles.
5: That's not- yeah. no. That is not what we're doing for snack time. I like it, and it's cheap. All right, Dubs, that's the angle. And you know what? Or how about
6: this? They just get pepper, and we play uh, Bottle Surfers Pepper, and everybody just gets, like, you know, the whole they other hand. We pour a little pepper into it. Enjoy.
5: You know what sucks? We could have done, like, leftover Halloween candies, but we ate that all already.
6: How about condiment uh, instead of snack time, condiment time, and you just you just line up a bunch of <laughs> mustard, relish, all this different stuff, but nothing to put it on. All
5: right, do you think they're gonna hate us because we're gonna have to run with one of these bits? We're gonna have to run a bit for we're gonna <laughs> have to run a skit for snack time. <laughs> Screw them, we need it. And we, we should sit there with like a camera and like put it on Real Radio.fm and just look at disappointment in everybody's face. <laughs> Because everybody looks forward to snack time.
6: Hey, was, you know what it would be? They got another
5: snack time. They got pepper.
8: You know what <laughs> it would be? It.
5: It's the same look of disappointment, uh, like for payday for us. Yeah. Enjoy. When it's supposed to be a joyous day. All right, Matt Albert says you could go ghetto, and have one slice of white bread and maple syrup, and call it could have been French
6: toast. <laughs> Butter sandwiches. How many times as a kid do you have to eat a mayo sandwich? I think that might be why I hate mayo now.
5: Oh, is that why? It it, might be. All right, so you did eat mayonnaise at one time because you have this insane hatred for mayonnaise. For a while there, that's all we could have was mayo sandwiches. Are you talking about last week or when you were a kid? When I was a kid.
6: I haven't
4: really pulled myself up by my bootstraps yet. Is there any chance that Joe Dubs owns like a <laughs> store on the side by chance? So we can get food from the wholesale furniture market? Like a restaurant or something?
3: <laughs>
4: I wish. <laughs> what
5: well, we should have done, because today was 35-cent wings over at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. We did a live broadcast yesterday. Went over there and just bought a whole Two-day bunch old. of them and just waited to serve them on Thursday for snack time. It's two days away and we have no idea. I'm telling you, hey, look, this is the way I'm serious. I think we make a statement and we run a bit. (laughs) We get water in cups with coffee out of the coffee machine (laughs) in cups. If they want to heat it up, we bring down a microwave. (laughs) Then they can have hot water or hot coffee. How
6: about this? The hideout tea party. Everybody just gets tea. I think we can afford tea.
8: There's a bunch of tea bags. Dude, the uh coffee machine, which also supplies the hot water, has broken.
3: Oh, boy. All right, yeah.
8: that's out, too. <laughs> Oops. Didn't she get the memo? And
3: delete. You've got mail. Delete. You've got mail.
5: <sighs> well, Dubs, I don't know what we're going to do. Whatever it is, it's <laughs> going to be an amazing disappointment yet again from the hideout. What's going to happen to us?
6: Do you think something
3: bad is happen? <laughs> Do you think we're going to get punished?
5: So <laughs> <laughs> there was such a sound of desperation in your voice.
8: What's going to happen to us, Do you, guys? Do you think we're going to be no. we're gonna get punished because we have the worst snack time in the history of snack times? I, I feel like, we're, like doing, we're doing a group project here, and we're the ones not doing our homework. You know? Like
5: the well, day before. The, but that's like punishing the kid from the ghetto because he can't afford, like, the uh, construction paper and the glue and the supplies.
6: Yeah, punishing the kid who, the uh, who has to uh, practice football in his jean shorts. How about a little snack time <laughs> affirmative action?
8: I'm, can we get fired? <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
4: hope they don't fine us. <laughs>
5: Tro and St. Claude, you're in the hideout. What do you got, dude?
1: Hey, man, just wanted
3: to tell you, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right.
5: The idea that was on there was uh, going to the mall and getting free samples. Ooh, go to Costco and just keep on
6: walking to the free sample thing, and maybe by the end we'll have a full lasagna. We'll sell a bunch of cut-up turkey burgers little toothpicks in them enjoy
8: i got some pig <laughs> intestines left from when i had to do that stunt oh man you're right though dude I'm like i'm literally
5: i'm wondering are we gonna get in trouble for having the worst snack yeah ever?
8: <laughs> if you can't just
5: go to actually worry about cows. that i honestly don't care it could be the
6: worst one ever but I just te- laugh the whole time. But
5: here's what we do. because we, we have to. Here's what it is. We have to sit there in our embarrassment while everyone, like from all the stations. I'll be sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how about that? We bring in cots and be like, we thought it was sleep time. Nap That's time. Nap time. <laughs> not I'm snack sick. time. I got presents with snack time. We just the lights are off and there's a big do not disturb sign. <laughs> nap time
4: in progress. <laughs> I thought it was everyone brings their own snacks and hangs out together.
5: (laughs) All right, how about that? Send out the email to the Clear Channel staff. It's
4: bring Bring your your own own snack, (laughs) BYOS. I'm going to bring a snack pack. Some crackers and cheese.
5: Can nobody relate to this? I'm just wondering. Do you guys have to do this at your work? (laughs) Oh, this
6: is the only place I've ever had to do this at, so I'm doubting many other people have to do snack time.
8: It really is like an elementary school. What other places have snack time in it? You know, where you can get in trouble for not bringing the food. you ridiculous. What the hell kind of world do we live in? And I think we're all going to
5: pass out Valentine's, too. Chuck, yes is our or no? book report due that day or next Thursday? <laughs> Did you bring enough for everybody? All I know is no. we can't get a, to get together at my house because my mom got mad when we got made a mess in the living room.
4: Well, we can't go to mine because there's a big hole in the wall where a car crashed through it.
6: We can't go to mine because my mom's poor and she's a janitor. And no one likes her.
5: That's who we are right now. We're all the kids of the janitor. We're all living J Dubs' life. <laughs> and that's why I'm just
6: laughing right
5: now. Because you've been here before. <laughs> yeah. So many times.
6: Why don't we just get some of the most disgusting food ever? So, like, there's only enough, for, like, five
5: people. There's, like, only like five people and here that will actually eat it. And they're going, you guys don't want to go down there for the hideout snack time. <laughs> it's terrible. No, it's exotic. <laughs> How about we do like the op, like a theme, like Abu Ghraib snack time, and it's water and bread, and you can get away with that, and that's the theme. You know what? Gel time snack time. All right, Tommy's insisting we bring in Sadie Lou and Roxy's food. Your cat and his dog. Okay. And you have your choice.
8: I'd eat it. You, you know have. You Hardcore Paul. And we
6: have chunks there eating it, so
5: it makes <laughs> it look like hey. Why? What? What are you too good for the dog food? <laughs> Hardcore Paul, Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What do you got?
1: Let there be rock. Um, there... <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Seriously, uh, about your bread and water thing. Uh huh. If you really want to feed yourselves, you could just hop from uh, different Olive Gardens and just keep collecting the bread and bail out on them.
5: <laughs> right, that's a funny idea. Going around collecting the breadsticks.
6: I think we can afford Wonder Bread.
5: Uh no. <laughs> All right, Matt no, Albert, Matt Albert asks if we're gonna get in trouble for not making the ants on the log. You ever had that? No. It's uh celery with peanut butter and raisins on top.
8: Oh boy. And if you look at the office too, the desk is just as messy as your desk would have been in elementary school with random crap and yep. T-shirts and pencils. So
5: and what are we learning? We haven't grown since the third grade. No. And we, and we, why would we? Because
6: uh, we still have to do the same things we had to do in the third grade. So why would we grow?
5: Right, well, we're in real trouble. Why? Because we're two breaks behind. No, we're only, we're, we're just like two minutes behind. Yeah, we're just like two minutes.
6: Behind. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Aren't we?
4: We're one break behind.
6: Yeah, we're one full break behind. What? We're, why didn't you tell me that? Because
4: every time I go break, 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 you just keep. I honking. literally thought we had to
6: drag
5: the segment out. No. Oh,
8: what well, Jesus! <laughs> Are you serious? I'm trying to drag the segment out because I thought we needed to go long. No. Oh man, we're all loopy. <laughs> I'm <yiggly>. Uh huh. <laughs>
5: You know what, Brian from Spectrum Fitness is on the line. Tell him to hang tight, because I want to talk to him next about what Can he Can he, he bring in food? What did we offer Chunks? We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back. Everybody feed off the sweat off Chunks' is back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout row Radio 104.1. <laughs> <laughs> We're seriously, during the commercial break, On what are we going to do? About this? <laughs> We're so lost. We've only got
6: one day to figure
5: it out, really. Honestly.
6: Tomorrow, we have to figure it out.
8: You don't understand. I don't think you've been to many, halfway, And I haven't either, because for the simple fact is I realized that ours would suck, and I didn't want to feel like a leech. Uh, but these people go all out, they'll dress up, and they'll paint the place like a Hawaiian paradise, and they have liquor shots. Look, here's the problem. And movies playing. Here's the problem with the snack
5: time here. And again, maybe you deal with this at your job, where they do these morale. Boosters. But it's, like, whenever, like, Real Rock has to do it, it's the entire station. Like, it's all of Real Rock putting together their snack time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Man, it's just uh, the poor show
6: in America putting together snack time. What are you going to get? You're going to get bread and water.
5: That's all I, you're gonna get. I'm not kidding, dude. That's I, what my kid would get. That's what you're gonna get. I literally think we're going to do jail time snack time.
8: Let's just not show up. <laughs> no, that's how we would get in trouble. Why? I think we make a I think we make a statement with the bread and water. And be like, Hey, this is all, this is all you're getting. Dude, they will turn on us. You don't understand. I've seen people run to the door when it opens to get those snacks. I do. Those
6: great, juicy, wonderful snacks. At 4 o'clock, everybody's booking it the down there. You
8: think they're on our side anyway? What, are we going to lose friends in the building? Dude, I've seen some of them. They will eat us. Trust me. <laughs> All right. We get bread, water, and PB&J. what <laughs> we're doing Dude, you're thinking it's funny, but I know some of these people are going to grab a knife and try and eat you. No, serious. That's <laughs> why. They, I, that's... they don't eat breakfast that
6: morning just so they can stay more hungry for snack time. It's so pathetic. It's the dumbest thing in the world. I've never seen anything dumber.
8: I hate those people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good
5: job, T.O. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the people running down there. Uh, uh, Brian from Spectrum Fitness. Perspex. You're in the hideout on Real Radio. What What's are you, up, you <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> Sorry, dude. We're just uh, we're having a nervous breakdown on the air.
1: Yeah, I think I think I've solved your problems.
5: All right, what do we got?
1: Yeah, you both dressed in robes come in with two loaves of bread, <laughs> and a two fish. fish. <laughs> it's Jesus. It's start, okay. Start cutting out the fish and the bread, <laughs> and then when it all runs out, say, well, shit, this, this worked oh, out. Oh, you, you can't say that.
5: You can't say the oh, answer. Oh, I did. I cursed. No, that's all right. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, Brian from Spectrum Fitness <laughs> um, has offered chunks last night at the Buffalo Wild Wings uh helping out with the super slow and trying to get chunks in better shape uh chunks is going to go to hold of you brian and for the next six weeks you're going to put him through the workout program and we're going to make chunks into an actual human being that's a lot of work yeah it is but if anybody can do it it's you over there buddy so brian thank you and chunks will get a hold of you soon it's our buddy brian from spectrum fitness doing the uh
8: super slow workouts I can't even compose myself. You anymore. can't. I know. We've got to have so many emails in our box to plop. Oh, come on. <laughs> like 15 of them. You Delete. Got mail.
4: Uh, <laughs> is the phone I system going to be at the snack time? Because I get a lot of emails from that. All right. This isn't an open forum to start bitching about everything.
6: Why not? I heard you guys were talking about doing Brent Wire snack time.
5: Big mistake. We're in Safe Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> not from the station. Yeah, not from the actual company. All right, Dominican Tony, you're in the hideout. What's up, dude?
2: Chillin', man. How you guys doing? All yeah. right. I got a solution for you, snack time. You should do a fear factor style. We'll get ourselves some frogs and some crickets. All
5: right, just do bugs. Some, like
2: buffalo frog legs.
5: All right, how about we just bring a whole bunch of bugs from the uh, <laughs> from the retention pond
8: outside? Oh man. <laughs> dude, that's not a bad idea. That retention pond has like a neon green color. We could call that a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> That's our margaritas. You'll never know the difference.
5: I wasn't worried about it until now. No. Have you been? Have I you think been? Chuck's has been flipping out about it for like weeks now. Have you been stressing over this, dude?
8: Yeah. As the executive producer, it <laughs> to happen. We're all screwed now. <laughs> Everyone, when we walk in the hall, is just gonna look at us and like, "Dude, these are the guys that gave us bread and water, trying to be funny. This funny radio guys. And yet they don't
4: know that that's literally <laughs> what we a have to do. you the douchebag
8: that runs down the right at four.
5: Leave me alone.
6: <laughs> knocking. knocking like
4: sandwiches like, for everyone.
6: Like it's um. Mervyn's commercial, and you're just saying, open, 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 open.
3: (laughs) No, they
8: do. (laughs) It's exactly like that, because right at 4, and if they don't hear this, there's an announcement that goes over the speaker that goes, snack time is now open. (laughs) Yeah, you can hear the place erupt, like, yeah, snack time. Yeah. And if they don't hear that announcement at 4 o'clock, it ain't going to be pretty, man.
5: Again, we got to do snack time Thursday for the entire Clear Channel compound.
6: How about WAG time? We just all run in there and run a badge. It's just like, (laughs) come on in, guys. We're just standing at a table with our dorks hanging
5: out. Enjoy. Uh. All right, we'll take a break and come back.
4: I love how all our
5: great business owner uh, listeners have come to our rescue to help out with food.
8: All we can count on is the wholesale furniture market. If only they made food, too. And Thursday's Premier Auto Center, which supplied me with my wonderful BMW convertible. Maybe we eat that. Let me see your car. The fine leather in that BMW. It's
5: close enough to steak. We'll take a break. We'll come back. (laughs) It's a hideout. (laughs) Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back on The Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. It's so funny because this whole snack time thing has consumed us and we can't think about anything else. No. There's nothing else that can be talked about
6: tonight. Enjoy it. Chunks brought up a good idea. We just make these people feel so bad about themselves that they won't even want to come to our snack time. You know, just like, like... Put them down as much as possible, like, uh, subtly, though. You can't go in there running down the put No, like, subtly. Like, you know, like, this is, uh, like, snack time for the really fat people. So, <laughs> unless, you, uh, like, you know, <laughs> they're going to think, oh, I don't want to admit that I'm a really fat person, so I'm not going to go down there. Screw those guys. Like, that's the name of our, <laughs> name of our snack time? Yeah. Snack time for fat people. I guarantee you
5: two of them still show up. How about, how about do, how about we do this? How about we innovate and for the first time ever, snack time has a cover charge. And we just have someone there, uh, as a bouncer and you have to pay to get into snack time. You
8: think it's a joke? These people will kill you! It's not a joke, man! You don't understand if they don't have free food. <laughs> They will kill you and eat you. I'm not talking about a little green man that calls out, like, Brian Pepper's going to eat your egg, these people will.
5: I, give me the culture of the mentality of the snack time, Chunks, because I'm not even understanding. All right, here's what happens.
6: 4 o'clock every Thursday, there's snack time here, and a uh, different uh, group of people have to run snack time. Right at 4 o'clock... Snack time is announced. Actually, from the time to 3 to 4, people are walking by that room <laughs> like a bunch of stupid vultures looking in there waiting to pick at their their dead meal. that they're, they're about to be served for free. At 4 o'clock, it's open season, my friend. They walk in there with blood on their mind.
5: Right, how about we do this?
8: Elevators are jammed. Stairwell's yeah. jammed. <laughs> <laughs> no calls can be made out No, it, calls
6: can be made all the whole time Then That's the one time where there's not one phone being used Because it's
3: eaten
5: Yeah, everybody's got their hands full How about we do this? How about when everybody shows up We have a whole bunch of plates with crumbs on it And be like, oh, you missed it We moved it up early
4: <laughs> What if we brought like all health food? Would they like, just storm out? You didn't get the memo The point is to not spend any money, though Uh, I know, we just just walked by with health food. (laughs)
8: Now I'm with chunks, we're screwed. Hey, there's some chicken in the kitchen that somebody brought in for us tonight. That chili, too. Yeah, and chili. Should I keep (laughs) that? Here's what's funny. You're going to hear
5: other shows bitch about snack time on Thursday. If you listen to any of the other Clear Channel stations, around 4 or 5, you're going to hear people pissed. (laughs) You may
6: not hear them mention snack time by name, but you'll just hear, like... They're not talking with a smile like they were were taught in broadcasting school. This is Kelly Clarkston. You listen to uh, Excel? Pissed. Bread and water, my ass. All right, let's.
5: Yeah, listen to your stupid song. Well, I sit here and starve. (laughs) (laughs)
3: It's
5: wearing me thin.
3: (laughs)
8: <laughs> it's the stupidest thing ever, and, and we're legitimately fretting over it. I know. You're gonna be walking by Rumba, and you're just gonna be hearing like a bunch of Spanish phrases in the hideout.
5: Just like no, just like hang no on. in you got radio personalities getting suspended because they mentioned their satellite company too much. We're getting suspended uh, over snack time <laughs> and a lack thereof. If we're, we're not going read all access, <laughs> two DJs,
6: two shock jocks after having a shocking, shockingly bad snack time, get fired. <laughs>
5: it's gonna be in the Sentinel. <sighs> hey, how about this? How about we throw a little party and we uh. I'll- Bake cookies and cakes together uh-oh we gotta take a break again christ almighty
6: all right <laughs> we'll be back with the out music it's the hideout <laughs> real radio 104.1 all right
5: welcome back to the hideout real radio 104.1 Five thousand. good night all right um my girl Susie says perfect ingredients for snack time Twenty cans of Walmart Vienna sausages, cream cheese, two bagels, and a mound of cookie dough, unbaked. They'll never ask you to do snack time again. <laughs> I'd love the cookie dough. Nightmare Dave.
3: Hey, how's it going, guys?
0: Hey, buddy, what do you got? Uh, I'm actually I'm in South Orlando, kind of heading towards uh, Deltona, which is halfway in between uh, Daytona Beach and Orlando. Mm-hmm. Taking a buddy back, we just spent the last two days running around, getting drunk, doing all kinds of stuff.
3: Right on. And, uh, I just want
0: to say last last night's show was awesome. Great, Hefe, you clearly beat Tommy Bateman in the kickoff.
4: Oh, I think he's
0: and,
5: losing him. Sorry. At a Buffalo Wild yeah. Wings.
0: Yeah, I thought that was uh, great that Tommy took the uh, did the hardest yard and whatnot and took the shots in the back. Took was as a great trooper.
2: that you know, was, was cool because he doesn't normally do stunts and whatnot.
5: You know what? Thank you, Nightmare Dave, for coming out. And thank you to everybody who came out to the Buffalo Wild Wings no problem, last you night. Take care, all right. All right, buddy. Uh, Black Bean <laughs> and uh, Drugie the Bear who were out there with us. Uh, Crime <laughs> Line, the Wholesale Furniture Market. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how many times
6: Cabin Boy and White Boy come up to me and go, "Hey, man, have you got a snack time yet?" I know what we should do. And uh, they're gonna they're gonna come up and. Like you don't want to get to snack time today. Yeah.
4: yeah, everybody. Why don't we bring in diet pills? It'll fill everyone. <laughs>
5: <laughs> just go buy
6: one
4: supplement.
8: bottle. One bottle of Xantrex three. Your
5: oh. diet
4: supplement, Your uh, your uh, snack
8: supplement. Time. Stuffed. You know, you know <laughs> what they do. Also, a thing they do is they send emails like making cute little invites to people. We should just send emails saying you are not invited <laughs> to the hideout snack time. <laughs> closed door snack time. Yeah, closed door policy
5: for the snack time. Matt Albert says Thursday's going to suck because you're going to have to be with your agent reading an apology because snack time sucks so bad.
6: I didn't mean to uh, not feed, feed everybody. I,
5: that was never my intention. Sorry, guys. We just realized we have a project due on Thursday and we haven't even started it.
6: It's like the people who have months and months to do a... Uh, you know
5: what it is more than that? A, a diorama. And
6: <laughs> we haven't even got a shoebox yet We're screwed We have to go tell mom to go get some Nikes
5: It's like you're Chris and uh, I'm Smokey And Big Worm wants his money on Thursday at 4 And we're going to have nothing What are you going to do for this diorama dude? I don't know Let's just get some G.I. Joes and we'll figure it out <laughs> those little green guys and uh I don't know. know I'll bring my Legos over and see what we can piece together Put the Nintendo back on
8: You're right <laughs> up up down down left right left right BA Start. <laughs> Dirty Lives The Superbike
5: and Road man. We'll finish it after this game. <laughs> Alright guys. <laughs> Middle school. It's the hideout. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Wake up with our buddies the monsters in the morning, Shatterberg middays, and the Phillips file in the afternoon. <laughs> we'll be back at seven. Don't be ashamed you entertained listening to the hideout on Real Radio one oh four point one. Eat well tonight. Be
6: somebody and always talk good. Stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand.
3: Five thousand. Oh, give me a cookie.
2: Oh, Tommy. J-Dogs. I'm
3: a Yeah, I'm a that's, oh, that's so hot. No! are here. Here. Mo! Orlando.
6: I mean, say classic. classic. i was nagging.
3: My everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on
2: the hard, step on them hard. Kick him to the floor, cause I'll I be smacking my hole. I'll be smacking my hole. I'll
3: be smacking my hole. not interested. I don't. I, five thousand.